0: Hello everybody, uh, welcome to a new episode of Request for Commons. This is episode number seven, the second episode of the IETF 96 special. And I had another guest. Uh, we uh, we did the recording three weeks after the IETF meeting. There will be an episode from the IETF meeting, but um, yeah, there there is a little bit of audio editing to do and uh, it's a little bit... Um, more difficult. So, that, that episode has to wait. And I, um, I decided that uh, I will uh, publish this episode first. So, um, yeah, you will probably know my guest. Um, and uh, hopefully, you're looking forward to this episode. It's longer than the others. I think so. So, you can probably guess who my guest is. Have fun. So, hello, I have another guest. Um, this time it's Clemens, Clemens Schrimpf. Hi, Clemens. Hi. Would you like to introduce yourself, please?
1: No, I don't like to, but uh, I will anyway. <laughs> my name is Clemens Schrimpf, and in my capacity in this podcast, I am a member of the NOC team, the network operations center team that handles the, uh, the network, uh, the meetings, the ITF meetings on network. And uh, we're a small team of a couple of very dedicated people. We're all volunteers. And my part in that team is that I take care of, of routing and external connectivity. So bringing connectivity into the venue and connectivity out again from our network into the hotel.
0: Mm-hmm. We're gonna get to that later. And you're res- responsible uh, for me being at the IETF 96. It was 96, right?
1: It was 96. It
0: was 96, because uh, you invited me.
1: I did. I did, because of the other episodes of this podcast, which were done in a different language, but... um yeah and anyway, you- <laughs> yeah. You showed you showed some some very deep interest and since it was in Berlin anywhere, which was kind of close and I knew you could get to Berlin easily and and uh, very cost efficiently, <laughs> um it was it was easy to and it was so persuade nice. you to come.
0: So my home base at the IETF uh meeting was uh, actually the NOC, uh where I uh, met all the other guys and they were so incredibly nice. So, you have a really, really nice team there yes,
1: um actually, we could since we start about this anyway, uh so the team uh, of the NOC, uh we have a team lead um that's Jim, and uh, then we have people from uh different places of the world, so we have uh, people from Japan, we have many people from the u s
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, we have a German that would be me <laughs> he used to have another german but he's uh he's currently off writing his master thesis or something so he's he's busy but um yeah we're about let's do, let me do the count real quick One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Fourteen people fourteen people well, between yeah sometimes more or less since since we're all volunteers um yeah. Uh, or mostly, not all of them, but mostly, most, uh, most of us uh, are volunteers. Uh, so they have day jobs um, and sometimes uh, there are collisions. So they have to attend to their day jobs and can't come to the meeting um, or they come late or leave early or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'd say around uh, 12, 13, 14 people. For- and then we have yeah. a nice team from a, from a little company. Uh, Veriland, uh, which, which help us with logistics, like transport logistics, uh, getting our stuff, uh, in and out of the country, uh, which is, uh, yeah, we a to science, talk about that, science on the it's, zone. It's, it's oh, yeah.
0: a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. Um, I took a, I, I took a picture, um, after the, the last day of the, the ITF and the teardown, uh, ah, it was, was finished nearly, nearly finished at that time when I took the picture.
1: Yeah, we had all the crates there and still open with the uh, stuff. Yeah. yeah. 26. Uh, in Berlin, In Berlin, we had tw- uh, 20, 27 crates total. A total uh, uh, mass of, I think, close to one and a half tons. <laughs> seriously? Yeah, one seriously. and a half tons. That's... Okay. Yeah, but the uh, the, heavy. the crates the crates themselves uh, are fairly heavy too because there are uh, there is there crates or specific shipping containers, the Pelican cases mm-hmm. that uh that are especially made to to uh, transport delicate equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have some equipment uh, like there's very sensitive cameras for instance for the for the multimedia group that that does the recordings. So we have cameras with lenses and things. Mm-hmm that have to be packed up very nicely and protected uh, during the long trip across the world. Because the equipment that we bring to the meeting, um, we bring that to, to all the meetings and it goes goes home. It lives in, in Portland, in Oregon, in the U.S. Um, mm-hmm. And after each meeting, it goes back to that place and then gets open again and cleaned up and uh, reset and whatever. For the next meeting, and then it's sent again from Portland to uh, to the next venue. So, for instance, right now uh, we're doing this recording. What, like three weeks after the meeting? Uh, I two think weeks. Two three, weeks after the well, meeting. More, uh, three weeks. Three weeks. Three, three weeks, weeks after yeah. after after the Berlin meeting, ITF ninety six. Yeah. The next meeting is ITF ninety seven, uh, which is in Seoul in South Korea and uh we're expecting the equipment to return to portland like today or tomorrow Whoa, seriously um,
0: yeah, i th- i really thought it's already there
1: no 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 it takes about 3 weeks oh, yeah, From Berlin, over the seas portland. and um then it's uh again it's unpacked it's resorted because we don't use the same equipment or exactly the same equipment at every at every meeting so there's sometimes there's more switches, more access points, or other things. We get to that. Uh, yeah. And uh, so there is some minor changes, and also we operate uh, the core part of the network in between of the meetings. So this is also why it returns home. Um. Uh. So it gets plugged in again, so we can configure things and prepare it for the next meeting before it's again packed up and then shipped uh, out to South Korea. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So where should we start? You um, told me that uh, the hotel where the uh, the meeting was in Berlin, um, you were in the. F- it was not the first time in in the Interconti, right? In Berlin, no, we
1: were there three years ago already, okay. also in summer. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and yeah, how how does it work? How how, how can I uh, how how does it? Uh, when do you arrive? So when 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 does the equipment arrive? And how do you? proceed to to bring up the network
1: well the whole thing starts long 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 before there is a procedure that we call uh, site qualification um where a, a very small part of the team um uh, together with uh, the organizers so the 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 organizers of the part of the of the event that is not network related so they also have to have look at rooms and catering and blah 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 so there is a team of about four people that uh, goes to sites uh, and just visits hotels they uh this uh, this is prepared by by a smaller even smaller part of the team uh two ladies uh, that uh, that pick the hotels uh and then uh, they get uh, a few knock team members. Sometimes it's it's myself, uh, especially here for Europe, European locations, and uh, most of the time it's it's the team lead Jim, um, and then they then they go uh, and and visit the hotels first, and this happens usually three years before the meeting. Mm-hmm. So um, just just uh, a when question. We, when uh, we, mm-hmm.
0: Sorry, um, you started recording as well. I did. Ah, yeah. Okay. I did. Then. You oh. losing packets again? Yep.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So three years, about three years before the actual meeting, we go to the hotel or at whatever conference center or wherever the meeting happens. Um, we go there and then we we look at things. So um, uh, the the main organizers they look at rooms, they look at. Uh, number of seats in the rooms they look at how many different rooms how sometimes you can split the rooms um, by uh, raising additional walls or moving they have moving walls so you can redesign the whole conference space and things and they look at this and uh, uh, the NOC team members that are part of these uh, site qualification visit um we we look at the hotel or the venue infrastructure. So mm-hmm. what kind of cables do they have? Do they have copper cables? Do they have fiber cables? What kind of fiber cables do they have? What kind of facilities do they have in terms of bringing external connectivity into the venue? Um, uh, sometimes there is uh, separate there's multiple buildings we have to see, have to have to evaluate how the how the buildings are interconnected. Um, or how we could do things. So we always have in mind the the setup that we'd like to do, and then we go there and work with the hotel technicians to to see how we would build it if we were there at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes a set of requirements falls out of these site qualifications and say, okay, yeah, we can do the meeting here, and that's fine. And if all the commercial deals, which that n- nobody from the NOC team is involved in, uh, by the way. So I can't tell you how much all these things cost or whatever. We don't, we don't know. We don't care. Um, uh, but sometimes we say, yeah, we can do it here. But uh, in order to get to the main conference room, there is no connectivity there. There's no cable there that we can use. Uh, and then we make it part of the contract that the hotel or whatever conference center has to run additional cables and fibers. Okay. That happens actually quite a number of times. We had that the last time in Buenos Aires where we had the spring meeting this year in in was it early late March, late March and early mm-hmm. April. Mm-hmm. Um that was in Buenos Aires in the uh um Hilton. Okay. Is it a Hilton? Yeah, Hilton. And uh yeah, there they had to they had to run additional fibers into the into the meeting space because they had almost no connectivity at all into those places and so this is this is part of that and then things just lie down for like 3 years cuz uh, such meetings take a lot of time to prepare and uh um then uh, a couple of months before the actual meeting uh, we go there again and to see if things still are the way they. Uh, we found them three years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes things change. Sometimes the entire hotel changes because it was built by another hotel chain. And then we have to remind them of things that were in the contract and blah. So <clears throat> these, um, this could happen too. And uh, so they, this is the actual site survey.
0: I, um, mm-hmm. I, I believe they're mostly happy after you've been there then, then
1: yeah but this uh, we're, we're still in front of the whole thing yeah. so uh, when we when we go there for the site qualification and tell them yeah we going to we going to wire your you entire hotel or take over all your wires <laughs> or take over yeah, that's, that's... They, they look they look very scared
0: yeah I, I, I i've i believe... done
1: this a number of times <laughs> i can and,
0: uh, i can i can imagine because that's that's a thing uh, i think the uh, an, an, an admin doesn't like huh especially no, if there's, if there's
1: other people coming in into their and then uh like uh, taking over pretty much uh, li- of the of the physical infrastructure just Not to make it, a, we, we don't just to make yeah. it
0: clear you're literally taking it over
1: y- yes and no uh, that's the point that's I have to clarify that during this during site qualification visit they say yeah we want stuff from you uh we don't want other stuff we want your cables. We're not touching your switches or we're not touching your computers or whatever. But you're touching the access point. Are
0: you touching the access point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really?
1: No, no. No, we don't.
0: You're you're just... just, Okay, sorry, I I interrupt you all the time.
1: No, that's fine. Um, It's also... um, uh, It it very highly depends on, on how these venues are built. Mostly these are big conference hotels. So we indeed have uh an infrastructure where you have a couple of of halls there are really big ballrooms where you can fit 1500 people or yep. more into a room uh smaller conference rooms uh, down to very small ones where only like a dozen people could uh, could sit and work mm-hmm. and uh then then there's the issue of guest rooms um if it's a hotel indeed and most of the time it is a hotel uh, or a meeting venue then we have um, uh, uh, quite a number of participants uh, um, staying in the very same hotel. A, because it's very yep. convenient, and B, uh, we make that part of the deal. Again, I have no no details about the commercial things, how that works. Uh, like no. no get the conference room, n- uh, yeah, that's then, okay. therefore we have to take this and that many hotel rooms. Yep. This is always... Um, this is kind of a trade secret thing that is done by yeah. the by the organizers and it makes totally
0: um, sense that it's uh, a trade secret thing,
1: yeah, and there's a lot of negotiations going on mm-hmm. this is again this it takes up to three years usually to for this to happen between site qualification and the actual meeting, so there's lots of negotiations going
2: mm-hmm. on mm-hmm.
1: um, anyway, so yeah, but we're also um we also uh depending on how the infrastructure in the hotel or in the guest room looks like, uh, we're taking over that part as well. But taking over it doesn't necessarily mean that we take everything over and take control from them uh, completely. That just means that we uh, add things. Maybe I should start by saying why we have our own network at all. Yeah, um, perhaps. <laughs> that's actually, that should have been a better introduction here. <laughs> um, the the main reason why we have the uh, why we have the meeting network is because uh, frankly, and every listener can probably relate to that, um, hotel networks usually suck.
0: <laughs> it was they exactly the sentence in, I would have uh, said before. They suck forward. big time. They suck. They really suck. I know. I can. They don't it. have
1: to. They don't have to. I've, I've done site qualifications this time, in April this time. I found a hotel where the infrastructure really, really did not suck. It was really great.
0: So even if the infrastructure doesn't suck, mm. uh, sometimes the provider you have there for, for your for your hotel Wi-Fi sucks. And then you have... A- yeah,
1: there's that. So, so sometimes, okay, what, we, what we're going to have is... This is, the, this is the ITF. It's the Internet Engineering Task Force. Yes, so you, it's all about the Internet.
0: You can't and have so we want- a sucking <clears throat> network. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it, it can
1: suck in so many ways. So you can have, maybe you have a good wireless infrastructure, but you still have a fucking portal. Um So you have a thing that you can't just use the internet, but you have to click on certain websites, enter credit card numbers, blah, blah, blah. And then still, usually you're not able to use the network or you limit it, they limit you in the bandwidth or oh. they they block off ports, they uh, they block VPNs and whatnot. <coughs> Sorry, and we can't have that. So it's, it's, a, it's a dedicated, the ITF that, or the, the members that meet there is a very dedicated group of people that w- really, really would like to work and uh, they, don't have to, they don't have time to monkey around with, uh, with getting their own connection working for the duration of their stay. So um, um, what we provide is to, to, our, to our attendees is we work to provide them with an, let's say, ideal network ideal network means that it's 2016 we provide IPv6 and we've been doing that for a long time so all, my personal main goal is to provide good and perfect ipv6 uh, 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 connectivity. in addition to that we also provide of course IPv4 because there's still IP let's let's be honest there's still some ipv4 out there so in order to accommodate that, we also of course provide a bb4 connectivity
0: i just we provide I, I, I mutual ha- connectivity i have to, hmm? I have, I have just a little anecdote um uh, at how's it called the, the last review um, or the the review that is for for the meeting in the middle of the week uh the the um how do you call it um where uh, the chairman in the, in the plenary. Yeah, in yeah. the plenary. Yeah, yeah. It was in the plenary. Um, so, uh, one guy stood up to to the uh, microphone and um, it it was a talk about uh, how to prepare for 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 um for the for the media for the um, sessions, and uh, he <laughs> was just trolling and stood up and said, "Yeah, I'd uh, I'd really like to to uh, use the GitHub source for the documents, um, but I'm." Uh, at the own, uh IPv6 only Wi-Fi network.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And, ah, it was you a, can have that. and the whole the whole uh, session was Yua! scream and, <laughs> and clapping, and it was uh, okay. inside, it was, it was it was GitHub. GitHub was uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it it's was
1: very uh, cool. yeah. It's an age old story. Um, <clears throat> with some providers, I mean, all the big ones are V6 now. But then again, it's a shame that that GitHub, GitHub is isn't. still behind. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah. But uh, in general, we provide to all our attendees uh, free of charge and uh, not limited. So we don't uh, limit bandwidth use, or we don't block any ports and things. And several provide, several
0: uh, several Wi-Fi's. You have you have different um, SSIDs. How how many are there for uh, just for ITF?
1: We provide. Uh, in the meeting space, yeah. we provide uh, six six different six. SSIDs. Six. Um, okay. this is, so we provide a normal network, what we consider the main network. It's just called ITF, which is a network built according to the latest standards, and we use encryption there. We use 802.1x encryption. Um, um, so each each user has or each device has a a personal or specific device-specific set of keys so you can't listen into it uh, on the radio and listen to other people's uh, uh conversations on the net then we provide for those who bring a device which cannot do that we provide something that we call itf legacy which is a network it's just open, open thing no pass keys no 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 nothing yeah then then and we're gonna, uh, we're probably gonna drop that sometime soon, or real soon. Now we have a network which only operates uh, in the two point four gigahertz range for very old devices, with or for people who people would like to prefer that. Um, you drop the then open? We have
0: you drop the legacy.
1: No, no, no. The ITF two point four only. Ah,
0: okay, okay, okay.
1: Which is only yeah. only works in one of the two okay. bands that we yeah. could use radio bands that we could use for for a wireless LAN. two point five and, and two uh, Yep and then uh, we have networks for testing for instance we have a network that's ipv6 only so there is no v4 on that at all um and it was so uh, feel.
0: yeah that's that's what the guy ref- was referring yeah. to that he's only on the uh, on the ipv6 o- uh, only Wi-Fi network yeah
1: right and then we have uh, a network which is net64 so which is internally uh, ipv6 only but you can still reach uh, IPv4 sites out out on the internet, mm-hmm. which is uh, which is I think uh, uh, so, something that you will see much more in the coming in the coming years. So that uh, you see new networks being built that way that they're v6 only internally, but they're through the net64 uh, mechanism. You can still reach uh, sites on, on the v4 side of the net. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Eduroam, Rome are you familiar with Eduroam?
0: Um, I am, but perhaps uh, our listeners uh, aren't. So
1: Eduroam is is a thing that comes from the educational community, hence the name. Um, it is um, a let's say uh, there's there's not a company behind it. It's um it's a it's a, a wireless network that you can find with the same name and the same technical base uh, base parameters. Uh, in uh, by now, in almost all educational facilities yep. on univers- the planet,
0: and univers- as a, I know it from the from 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 my time at a university. So it's um it's it's not a new thing, so to say.
1: No, no, it's not a new thing. But we also supply this because we have uh, quite a number of attendees, yeah, uh, that come from educational institutions and. For them, they could just open their laptop or whatever device they have, and it feels like home for them. So it's it's like uh, if they were at their home university or whatever. Yeah, and they, they don't can have access to type in any passwords yes, and yeah. things. They just open the laptops and start working.
0: Yeah, and they have access to their um, to their um, resources on the universities and uh, Mm-mm. so.
1: Mm-mm there's yeah. nothing special they uh they, they don't have special access rights the only thing is that they don't have to identify themselves to the network it's not like
0: yeah
1: inside your own network but if you use your eduroam account at a different university or at an itf meeting whatever you're just another internet user there you don't have any special access rights at your home university because you're using eduroam nope sorry Wrong perception. Uh, I, but
0: not not even not even um uh-huh. uh, nope. seriously 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 okay i, I okay then <clears throat> then i then i mix uh, things up at the moment because I, there's I other thought-
1: things there's there are many universities who do that uh, they use vpns now so they but the roam thing is just a means of saying okay i want to use the wireless network here and uh, i use my my affiliation with my home university because they they guarantee that I'm I'm uh, okay
0: okay okay that's that's uh, the right person and that I'm allowed server. to use the it's network a, blah blah blah, blah it's a service it's a service for uh, of of the IATF meeting for all the attendees from universities. Yeah. From to connect to educational connect to institutions.
1: There are educa- there are some non-universities. Okay. okay. But, um, educational yeah. institutions,
0: anyway. um, so you know, they can they can log in, yeah. You you are connected to the um, how do how do you pronounce it in English? I I don't I only know eduram <laughs> edurum, edurum. edurum. Um, f- uh, the the connection to the edurum, uh as
1: uh, service careful where you go there edurum Edurum is only a mechanism for authenticating users.
0: yeah yeah it's but but you are it's connecting not,
1: it's not about the data traffic no, you don't yeah, that's, run the data fine, traffic back fine. to their home universities but, it's, but it's just authenticating users through their but home universities. you
0: connect you connect the uh your your network to the authentication servers mm-hmm. of uderam yeah yeah that's yeah. Uh, that was the question okay yeah. um
1: And then, then there's, those are the six that we provide for our own infrastructure inside the meeting space. And we get to that why we're doing this and not Mm -hmm. using whatever the hotel has there. And then again, there's the guest rooms and the guest rooms, uh, they, we don't use our own access points. We use the, the access points that are provided by the hotel and, uh, still we provide our own. Uh, say layer three and beyond so we use their layer two we use their switches we use their access points mm-hmm. but we say okay your router stinks and your portal stinks so um either they open a separate ssid for our attendees which usually then called itf-hotel mm-hmm. uh, which you find in all the guest rooms mm-hmm. and uh, which plays by our rules so it doesn't doesn't have stupid portals on it and carries v6 and it's neutral and has no bandwidth limitations and blah 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 Yeah, I forget, you, but you... we use we use their switches we use their access points we use their cabling into the guest rooms because these, these venues can be big
0: did you did you uh, um, uh on purpose not mentioning yet the public address space
1: v6 there is nothing but v6 public address space ah v4 Before, Mm -hmm. before I didn't care, but we can get to that. If you care, I can I can tell you things about before address space that we're using. Yeah, and that's actually a thing up for political dispute. But yeah, we can get to that. Um, Anyway, (laughs) no, it's (laughs) no, it's just it's just if
0: you if you're if you're in in this network of of the IETF meeting, you have a public address. So that's that's um, what no I, I, you have
1: a public v4 address that's the that's the v4 yeah outstanding thing
0: yeah yeah not v6 of course not but um uh, that that's not outstanding that's what i mean but um yeah you have the public ipv4 uh, ip address and um yeah li- like like um at uh
1: the ccc yeah, the, the
0: ccc congress or so, or, or, or the, the camp- EMF
1: yeah, EMF camp or the the C CC, C camp. camp. <laughs> um, yeah, there's
0: there's
1: there's not so many not so many uh, uh, event networks which do that these days. Yeah, for IPv4. yeah,
0: and that's uh, so um, it is outstanding. And um, yeah, but I I know you don't like to talk about IPv6 because it's deprecated. Uh, IPv4 because it's deprecated.
1: Well, I do. Yeah, we still, we still providing it and, uh, it takes, still takes a lot of, takes a lot of effort. Uh, but, um, uh, yeah, yeah. And it we,
0: bothers yeah. me that, uh, the iPhone, my iPhone is only willing to tell me which IPv4 address I have. If I got that, got one, uh, via DHCP, that's, uh, Somehow. I think
1: I think that would change with iOS ten. I've seen some iOS ten beta.
0: Oh, uh, they do out there. Oh, it's time
1: where you finally could see some of that.
0: It's time. It's totally time for this. Yeah. Okay. I
1: mean, it was it was Stuart Cheshire, which by the way is a very active ITF member. I think you've met him briefly, and uh, he Stuart, said uh, it's Cheshire. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and and and, and you <laughs> that, <laughs> could you tell the story how I met Stuart Cheshire?
1: no no <laughs> i just caught him when he was walking past us because i knew you were a fan clemens girl told me and look
0: look <laughs> look there's stuart because i was I, I, I really wanted to meet stuart Shashaya, and uh, clemens said, look there's stuart stuart wait a second she want to meet you she's a fangirl hi <laughs> and so uh and he and he um he was really nice but uh, he had no time perhaps because you were so offensive, <laughs> <Very nice. laughs> or or I am, I it offensive? was no no no, no you meant you were offensive, but but I was I was I was totally red in my face. I think so.
1: Fan girl, like I said. Yes, fan Anyway, so he he it's gave out he gave out fangirling. the parole that uh, that uh, uh, IPv six was no longer to be treated as a second rate citizen. Mm-hmm. and uh and i was about to approach him at the at the meeting say okay c- why can't we have ios interfaces on the iPhones actually tell us about v 6 addresses you but didn't? then I saw, the oh. 10, uh, uh, I saw the ios 10 uh um i saw the ios 10 bit one of the earliest beta versions uh and th- there it was oh. you could see those addresses and then anyway we are i will i uh, will
0: ask s- i i actually we are will ask off our path, for that, that today yeah. uh, sorry um anyway.
1: so yeah um, still so we get we get from one to the another so we we provide a network to the attendees which is not uh, uh which is not impacted by the usual shit that you encounter out there when you go to uh public uh public
0: networks so, and you um, and you have uh, the normal the normal uh, thing is that you just put your ssid on the um hotel network at the for for, for the rooms that was uh...
1: if if they if their equipment can do that we put that in addition to their normal one
0: their there uh, is equipment can't do that
1: oh yeah yeah most most of the wireless equipment that you have out there these days can uh, can provide more than one in society. hotels oh yeah they use the same shit that we do they just configure it oh
0: shit
1: in shitty ways but um um this it's the same uh, it's the same stuff sometimes it's literally the same stuff i mentioned that other hotel that i visited earlier this year i can tell you it's in copenhagen it's the Tivoli in copenhagen mm-hmm. they have their it's it's a newly built hotel uh with th- extremely well done infrastructure and they use exactly the same access points that we do um and they even configure them right but um sometimes it's uh it's fairly old stuff uh, and uh, for instance i'm expecting something very interesting in seoul which is why i'm going there uh two weeks from now to see what the hotel does there um because sometimes they do weird things like use pcs as access points and things like that they use what um pcs or macs As access points and... uh, Excuse me,
0: they do what? Whoa, 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 wait, wait.
1: Well, again, that's something that we have to explore. This, uh, this is, was a note taken by, uh, by Jim, who was there three years ago. And he was like, wow, they're using some, some weird stuff. Let's go have a look at if it's still the way it was three years ago. If, have, if they have changed that. If Jim
0: like, is listening right now. Jim uh, is one of he, the nicest persons I ever met. He was so incredible nice and he was uh he he is the knock lead no he's a leader of of your team Indeed, yeah. the team lead and uh jim has been so incredible nice to me and uh yeah he 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 he, he invited me he invited me to to your um to your
1: uh, appreciation dinner yeah your, yeah yeah dinner. the
0: knock impre- I was I was part of the knock appreciation dinner and it was so nice
1: you were appreciated
0: i was appreciated (laughs) and uh, it it was a little bit confusing because um uh, we the dinner was in in, a restaurant called the austrian right austria (laughs) the austria Austria, yes uh, the austria or austria and um you you organized that right
1: Yeah, i was asked to you were Jim, asking. Jim knew it. Jim knew it, and it was it's one of the one of the very nice schnitzel places in Berlin.
0: Yeah, and it was and, so uh, people confusing. just want to have schnitzel. And, and it was so yeah, yeah they they loved Austrian
1: it. schnitzel in Berlin. Was yeah,
0: like, and it was uh, really I didn't I didn't know about that dinner, and uh, there were some sentences in the knock where someone told you to call Austria, and you said, okay, I'll call Austria, <laughs> and it was. Uh, and you were like, what? Uh, we're
1: taking we're taking a flight to Vienna. <laughs> we're, we're, we're
0: taking over Austria now. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. That's uh, a anyway. sm- small anecdote. Okay. Um, so SSIDs as as <laughs> 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 like always. Um, SSIDs on the on the uh, access points. Um, how on on us on us kala from from 1 to 10 uh how good or bad was the network at the um, ITF 96 in in the overall network um the the cables uh the the amount of access points the, how the the access was the whole yes,
1: compared to what
0: from 1 to 10 this is, 10 this, is good. is
1: this is now, I can't, I, I can't, ah, can't say okay. that is It's not, it's not that easy besides, um, uh, the hotel guys were very helpful and they're not gonna publicly discuss their, their flaws of their network.
0: No, that, that, That's wasn't, just not that fair. wasn't my attention. Um, that wasn't my attention. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But
1: Berlin, Berlin was actually fine. Um, so. uh, we had, uh, we had weird ones, um, lately in other places. Again, those those things are not always built the same, which is part of what makes my job particularly interesting. Because I'm I'm the responsible knock guy that organizes the whole interconnection, so stuff going in and out of our network, both both the internet coming in and also our network going out into the hotel. That's part of my mm. or that's my main job. Okay, and um, uh, we encounter the different, totally different types of hotels, different sizes too. So the biggest one I've done was uh, the one in Honolulu. Uh, 3000 rooms, 3000 guest rooms. Blah. And they had, um, uh, cause they have multiple towers. It's an entire village. Okay. It's the Hilton Hawaiian village in, in Honolulu. And, uh, they have, I don't know, three, four, five towers, um, uh, full guest rooms uh, plus additional buildings on the side here and there and pools and whatnot. And, uh, they had uh, different types of equipment there too. So, um, because, if you look at hotels that are just not built in the past two years, these things grow. So you have a single building, and it's the same in Berlin in the in the in the Intercont- interconti. Mm-hmm. So there is multiple buildings that belong to the hotel, built at different times and renovated at different times. Because if it's it's a hotel and you don't want to shut down the entire hotel, you renovate block by block. So if you have different buildings, yeah. you shut down only one building. You renovate that and then you have to wait for a little while to have the dust settle literally so you can move people into the new building and then you clear out the old building and which also takes a little while and then you renovate that and by the time you do that, uh, the other renovation is already two, three, four years past so there is newer equipment available or you put in newer fibers and so on. So this is usually what I find in hotels that are not just a single building, is that you have mm. a zoo, a zoo of equipment and uh, different types of cables and fibers and things that are hanging around there. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and then you have some uh, things um uh, not all the hotels operate their infrastructure themselves yeah. many of yeah, them yeah, yeah. Uh, have service providers which do it for them which could be either a large telco so it could be Swisscom could be Deutsche Telekom somebody else in Europe um uh, that do that for them um or telia in in the nordic countries uh, mm-hmm. very very often you see that sometimes you have uh, hotels which belong to huge chain and they have uh uh instructions coming from headquarters on how to build their network, and sometimes they're also maintained from there. We've seen the weirdest things i don't know what was the weirdest one where I had a hotel in in London where the uh where all the network was managed by a company which didn't manage it itself it has uh, uh outsourced that to somebody else and they have outsourced it and in the end uh we ended up uh, talking to people in romania to con- configure access points in the hotel in london oh shit so <clears throat> this is um this is sometimes very very weird and sometimes you have uh hotels where the hotel technicians are both technically fit and politically strong enough that they say, okay, you know, we want to do it ourselves. We don't want to have some stupid telco doing it for us. Mm. We want to do it ourselves when we're doing it the right way. <clears throat> so that happens too. So it's different all the time. And um, what I can say is that once we get past the surprise moment for them, that we're going to say, yeah, we're going to invade your network and you," we ask you to configure all your stuff the way we want it. Um, but they figure out that we're very friendly people and we explain everything. So it's not like top down. You just give instructions and they do, uh, they do what we ask them. So that we explain things that we explain our, our, our architecture and then we tell them why we're doing things and why parameters are maybe wrong in our opinion and so on. They get very friendly very fast. So over the years, I've established very good relationships with, with the hotel guys and every time we return to hotels where we've been before like berlin we've been there a th- few years ago <clears throat> um it's uh, it's always kind of cool to work with them again and they have no problems at all uh accommodating us and sometimes if they belong to a chain so we do a number of things in hilton hotels yeah um, then you already uh, know
0: who whom whom to to ask for a connection to the local. Yeah, hotel.
1: they they talk to each other. Yeah, we, or we can we can refer them. So if we go to some new Hilton, we can say, yeah, here's the here's the hotels that we've been into from your chain. Um, you can ask in Buenos Aires, you can ask in Honolulu, you can ask mm-hmm. in London um, how how work with us was, and they do, and they find out hey, it's actually kind of cool that to have us there because they learn a lot. In fact, it happens. Yeah, they that, learn a lot.
0: Um, I think, I think that's a point, no? They, they, they learn a lot and they like to. If you have cool, if you yes. have cool, um, um, persons uh, sitting there for, 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 um, uh, at the admin job at that hotel or, or the responsible person. Um, I think, I think that's, that's uh, quite a thing, huh? To, to, just to have so, oh, yeah. so, uh, so such an such can an event re- I there, can remember yeah?
1: Honolulu, again, there's a very big one, three thousand guest rooms, yeah. really, really big. And they have a whole IT department. and uh, like on day two, um, which is not even the meeting day two because we're there a week before the meeting that that we stopped building things, yeah. but we haven't gotten to that. anyway, so on day <laughs> two that we were on site, uh, the the uh, um, the uh, the boss of the of the IT group there. Uh, send us one of his guys. He was asking very politely, like, it's kind of cool what you guys do. Can I give you one of my guys so he can be a help and he could see how you do things and learn things? Mm -hmm. And he just put one of his side, one of his guys aside to just work with us in the knock. To see how we're doing things, and uh, which was also kind of cool for us because that's easy. We had our our permanent IT guy from the hotel with us, uh, who had keys to all the rooms and everything. Yeah. So it gave us easier access, and for them, it gave gave a huge, huge. Let's say, we increased their learning curve in a number of things Mm. because they they only did things that uh, they were told by by the company who did the installation in the first place, but they didn't know how to do nice or easy things uh, in addition to what they've been told. So they had just a very simple training on the system and we expanded that greatly for them. And uh, that was kind of, that was a very nice interaction. And sometimes uh, even even long after the meeting, we have interactions with the hotel guys uh, who ask us things or they say, ah, you found this and that problem when you were here, but we have fixed it now. we put a new cable thanks to your uh, your measurement, whatever, because mm. uh, everything that we use, we measure. It's not like that we just blindly plug things into whatever cable they give us. So we f- first figure out if it's, it's, if it's a functioning cable. And <clears throat> we also do lots of documentations and sometimes the hotels don't have that because uh, it happens that uh, do the documentations? hotels- are yeah, sometimes it happens the hotel was previous or the building was previously owned by a different hotel company and they had some stuff installed by some telco or some service provider and then the whole political situation changed and then they took over the stuff and canceled the contract with the other provider and got in a new one and whatever and sometimes uh, or somewhere on this on this course, uh, they lost they lost documentation we or they never had one in the first record, place definitely <laughs> like so with the uh, they they know yes there is a connection between this room and that room but, but
0: they don't know how i don't know
1: which one it is on the on a. On and a panel and they don't we know have, how like,
0: and they don't know what what kind of c- cable or fiber or whatever it is yes yeah
1: well there's sometimes they know that's the fiber okay fibers are sometimes easy you could you could even eyeball them in certain uh, uh, yeah. circumstances. But for instance, <clears throat> there is one thing where I just use a simple telephone cable and we get to that in a, in a minute. Um, and uh, telephone installations in hotels that have been there for 20, 30, 40 years are a fucking mess. <laughs> you have these giant walls of, of, uh, uh s- no, not switch panels, but uh, where in, in the main, main distribution facility where all the telephone cables come in, where the where the PBX used to be, there is thousands and thousands of cables coming in, and sometimes they don't even know where each one goes. They they know f- for the t- still existing telephones, they know that, but there there's tons of tons of connections there, uh, uh, where they have no idea where they go, where they went.
0: Before we and, come to uh, it, before we come to that, we,
1: uh, we if... find those and we document those.
0: I uh, okay okay.
1: Not all of them for the entire hotel, but we find a number of things that they didn't even know that they had. Uh, and then, uh, they, they get back, uh, uh, or we happily provide them with our documentation so they c- they can compare that to their notes and they actually just disca- rediscover their own network. Sometimes <laughs> coming back to the actual timeline, um, yep. if I may. So after the site qualification, again, there was a couple of years passing by where nothing really much happens then before the meeting, about three months before the meeting that was for Berlin, that was in May, mid-May. Um, <clears throat> Which was actually not three months. That was only two months. Interesting. Anyway, um, so um, high uh, high confidence. <laughs> yeah, uh, we get to the we get to the place again. Then we check if things still are the way they're supposed to be. I mean, I do live in and around Berlin, so it was easy for me to get to the place even before the site survey mm-hmm. um, and have a look at things. And and um, so at that time, we just basically uh, look again verify our, our notes from a couple of years before to to the current state of things and then we do actual planning so the, that team is a little bit bigger um we bring more people to to actually uh, uh like not not plug cables yet but figure out how we would plug cables where we where we were to put access points uh where we get we also have a wired network too so there's uh, not everything is wireless so we figure out locations on so where we're going to put switches, and where we're going to interconnect with other people. So we're going to drop a switch for the media guys to uh, to do their recordings on, and all these things. And this is uh, much more thorough at that point. And Are you
0: already then then uh, c- connecting your your equipment with the hotel network, or is it just
1: not with the hotel? But at that point, at that point, we we clarify it how we would connect it. How
0: you how you and we
1: connect we connect one thing with the hotel. Yeah. Um, we bring we bring a little thing that I have introduced a couple of years ago, which is called the scout. A scout is is a router, is mm-hmm. a small, lightweight router which travels with either Jim or myself to the site survey, and uh, at that point we already plucked that in into the into the uh, into their machine room, the what we call the MDF, the main distribution facility. Um, main distribution where we,
0: uh, facility. Okay.
1: It's like the room, like I said, where in former times all the telephone lines came together and where all the external lines are coming in. Um, is it
0: mostly, um, um, mostly in the, um, what is the Keller? Basement. Yeah.
1: Basement, in the basement or yeah. first floor of the basement. building, okay. yeah, usually. And um, it's their, their machine room, so to speak, or their computer room. Mm. Um uh, yeah, and at that point, we, we dropped the scout router, which again is small, small router, but very capable. Um, we, we plug that into the, we asked the hotel to provide us with normal internet from their, from whatever internet they have there. And the scout router then just opens uh, VPN tunnels, um, one back to Europe and one to the US, so how do, we can get do you to do it th- from the outside.
0: How do you do that with the router if uh, if it's uh, in in such a network within uh, a captive portal or something? Um,
1: we asked, the, the all the, all those captive portals. They have some some facility in there that you can tell the IT guys, uh, this is my device, and they either they, most of the time they use the MAC address. Yeah. So we give them the MAC address of the scout Let router, it out. and then they <laughs> and then they they open the captive portal from from their side.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: Or sometimes they even have subnetworks in their network where they don't have a capsule for yeah, right? no. just for their own IT or whatever. So we just need some internet. That could be a DSL line of the of the groundkeeper or <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I don't care. So it's it's no we don't use much bandwidth on it. It's just for us that the scout router can talk to the outside, opening VPN tunnels, which then again allows us to lock back into the scout router from the outside.
0: and 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 it's and it's there doing there yeah Mm -hmm. what it's doing there
1: we get uh in order to support our, our user group we bring in our own internet into the building even if the hotel has good connectivity which only few hotels have but some have that now some of them have gigabit internet by now um, which usually doesn't show to the customer because they have a fucking portal there, which limits users again to three megabits per second or something. <laughs> okay, anyway, but let's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Anyway, so yes, most of the hotels in developed countries these days have quite decent internet connectivity into the, into the building. Yeah,
0: I mean the pro- but, um, problem. Know, yeah, it, uh, we bring our own. With, with the, without without uh, doing a discussion about pe- uh, captive portals, but um, uh, of course the problem the, the hotels. Uh, have the problem that they don't want to be IISP so
1: there's that and then sometimes they they have this this cool new provider which provides some gigabit internet and then they plug it into their whole in their into their portal hardware which sometimes only supports hundred megabit and stuff like that. So I've seen oh. that as well. Oh. Yeah that also, these things also happen. So it's kind of kind of weird. Anyway okay. but we're not using we're not using the hotel's internet infrastructure. We're not usually You bring in
0: your own internet.
1: We bring in our own that means that we get external circuits that are coming in into the hotel. In I can give you Berlin uh, again as an example. So we had uh, two circuits, two two gigabits, two one gigabit circuits from Deutsche Telekom, and we had a dark fiber uh, to one of the local internet exchanges in Berlin.
0: And how I does that, that work? That's that's for me um, uh, still. A dark fiber. No, a uh, dark fiber. I don't know what the dark fiber is, but um, how do you get? So, so you have gigabit connection to the hotel. For example, if you have if you have a gigabit connection to the hotel, then um, then you have somehow you have to have somehow no, a no, no,
1: hop. No, hold on. Don't 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 confuse things. So, yeah, so, the scout just again we're using normal hotel connectivity for the scout to be able to log in scout, and out. Yeah. We don't we don't use we don't use their gigabit or whatever connection they have. They That's somehow small,
0: a VDSL so. or something.
1: Whatever they have, we don't care. We just need some stupid slow internet that because that's only for us to lock into the scout. Yeah. Okay. So because we're, um, we, we we're bringing our own, uh, our own connectivity, which means that we don't personally run, I don't run fibers into the hotel. There is some local telco or some local providers which get the circuits into the hotel and then they lead to ISPs in, in near, uh, in the same city or in the same country. That we then get service form, uh, for the, for the, uh, for the actual, for the, uh, using our address space and everything, but for the actual meeting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, so, um, this is, this is a process which takes a long time and usually, um, it is, uh, there, it involves a lot of testing, but we can't be on site for every time a telco guy marches in and says, Hey, I have this new fiber here. And oh, damn, I forgot my, my tool. I have to come back two weeks from now. And uh, so we come back and back and back to the hotel. This is why we bring the scout. The scout is there. Uh, and This is why it opens the VPN connection to the outside. So I can, uh, it's usually me, that I lock in into the scout router from, from back home. So after the site visit, I return home. And then every time a telco shows up and says, hey, I'm delivering the circuit now, uh, we tell the hotel guys, everything that comes in that we order, please plug it into the scout. It has lots of ports. And uh we label them and we tell the hotel guys during the site visit when we install, install the scout, okay, we're expecting this and this and this telco to show up. And when they come, please plug the cable that they give you into this port. So I basically <laughs> I use the hotel I I hotel guy as as uh as my remote hands on the phone. Um, and I log into the router, and then with that, I I do all the logical configuration with the ISP on the phone. So, for instance, um, it's probably be- be- better illustrates that when we did Buenos Aires, mm-hmm. we, which was again was uh, early April, um, we had dropped the Scout mid January. There, Jim was there doing the site survey, and he installed the Scout and instructed the IT guys, and uh, uh, he introduced me on the phone say okay this is clements he sits in germany he maintains this box and every time one of the telcos show up uh, with their circuits uh, please plug them in and call clements
0: are they impressed and i think they are impressed
1: <laughs> it's not that impressive but it's very useful I mean, to do it that way yeah but um, uh,
0: so somehow somehow it is um, because because that's a, that's a very smart way to do that I really think and yeah, so.
1: then, then then that was me on the phone uh, with with the ice piece uh, in in Buenos Aires saying, yeah. okay, now we have the circuit. Can we just bring up uh, next layers? Can we can you give me IP addresses that I can configure? and then we then we ping the circuit to see if if the circuit itself works mm-hmm. and then we bring up BGP. Uh, the border gateway protocol that we use for peering, because we bring our own address space, so we don't we don't ever use addresses from the local ISPs. We have our own address space, both in v6 and v4, that we that we take with us to every meeting, <clears throat> and that needs to be connected to the rest of the internet. And you do that through uh, through BGP peering, the process called BGP peering. And uh, I do that with the ISPs over the phone. Of course, we prepare all that in email, everything. Mm-hmm. But then again. There's tons of things that you need to configure. And, and often we have complaints, certain complaints, uh, to the, to the ISPs, uh, uh, f- that they are missing part of the internet, uh, that we can't see that, uh, that sometimes we have things that have to do with geolocation,
0: the routing, which means is, that we have to. Yeah.
1: So it's, it's very useful to have the connectivity that we had, that we're going to have for the meeting long before the actual meeting starts.
0: So the Scout, what kind of ruler is that?
1: It's an EdgeRouter Pro, it's a Ubiquiti EdgeRouter Pro. Edge? Very cheap thing, costs in Europe, costs like 350 <laughs> or 370 euros. It's a one height unit, 19 inch uh, router with eight ports, uh, two of which you could use with uh, SFP. So with, uh, with, uh, f- we have fiber connectivity directly into the router. If and you uh,
0: won't need so many ports, you can use an EdgeRouter Lite for that
1: the first scout this is the second generation the first scout was a light but then again remember we do doing bgp peering here which yeah. means that um oh that's actually something for a different episode of this podcast <laughs> bgp, anyways, d- d- um, BGP
0: <clears throat> definitely is an i'm so um I, i'm so willing to do the episode uh, about bgp because i don't know anything about um uh, about bgp well, we have to
1: talk about routing first Anyway, <laughs> the thing is, if you have multiple ISPs, and we have multiple ISPs, can we have at least two? Because we want to have a redundant, uh, redundant connectivity. If one um, fails,
0: you have another.
1: If one fails, we have another. And sometimes it happens, it rarely happens, but it happens that for whatever political reason or technical reason, you can't see the entire internet through one ISP. There is one anecdote that I can share without putting too much blame on them. But for instance, like I said, in Berlin, we have both Deutsche Telekom mm-hmm. as provider as well as others. And there are some small parts of the internet, some very odds part, Like, for instance, um the V6 address space of the Indonesian Air Force. <laughs> I can't see that through Deutsche Telekom due to some technical glitch or whatever. How do you
0: know that you can't, <laughs> yeah. that, that you don't see the...
1: V six address space of the Indonesian Air Force. Yeah, <coughs> there are testing tools which do that for us. It's not. It's not like we're sitting sitting there and pinging ourselves <laughs> through the, for the Indonesian
0: in Air Force. No, no.
1: no. But uh, okay, this uh, again. There's there. There can be tons of reasons why that happens. But uh, as the ITF is an international group, so there might as well be people there who come from the N- Indonesian Air Force. We don't didn't have them in Berlin, but they they could have been there. And uh, then they would go like, why can't we talk to our own home network? And then would, that would involve us talking to telecom and through multiple international providers Ex- to get the problem me, solved. Please.
0: You're not. And so you you don't have tools who are uh, which are which are um, testing the address space of every single f- address part. What the hell?
1: No. No. Okay. No, but. They test. They test a, a vast amount, and then we use ripe probes. I've heard you've recently learned oh, about ripe probes. Yes. Atlas probes. My ripe
0: probe is down, so. and I don't have any idea why. But it is in Germany, and I can't mm. check on it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, so we use those as well, and uh, there's also a a ripe atlas probe. Always travels with the scout. Um, so wherever it goes, the right probe goes. And once we have the scout connected to the outside world, then we use the Atlas probe as well. Anyway, so is it, for, a, is for, it a public for, for multiple reasons? Is it a it's a good probe? thing Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: Okay, you I, you. I
1: can find out the number. If you, you can like.
0: tell me afterwards. Yeah.
1: Actually, it sits in my car right outside. Oh. Anyway, um, <laughs> so um, the um, the the idea is that we have the scout there. Yeah. W- long before the meeting, that we can. Uh, it, sometimes it takes uh, takes circuits a long time to come in because usually are uh, not usually, but sometimes the circuit the company which provides the circuit, the local loop the, the fiber, yeah, the yeah, last yeah. The, la- the 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 uh, the famous last mile that it's not the same company uh, which uh, provides IP connectivity yep Berlin, uh, which happened for instance in Buenos Aires multiple times in Buenos Aires, which also happened in Berlin um so um for some of the circuits the deutsche Telekom brought in their service on their own circuits but uh uh the the eKix circuit um was not uh was eKix doesn't have circuits they b-
0: b- 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 there b- was a
1: different company providing the dark fiber than the company providing connectivity over it
0: okay we can we can just um say, say uh, something about deutsche Telekom. they did a very good job
1: oh they did a very good job sometimes you think like the big tackles they're just Cause all the, all the people at home who had problems with their big telco it could, you could be Deutsche Telekom, could be Telia in Sweden, could be, uh, British yeah, Telecom in the I UK, so. whatever. There's always the big, everybody has, has had their own story, uh, and the problem with their hotlines and things. We're talking at a totally different level here. Um, this is not like a consumer line. It's not a DSL line that we get in there. This, uh, this, uh, this is a peering circuit. So this is done, um, Though maybe not uh um commercially, but technically we're seen as peers, we're seen as equals
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so this is uh, this is a totally different thing than the normal circuit that you have at and to be
0: honest, and it would be a bad idea to do not
1: yeah I mean this is we, we <laughs> it we is the internet
0: engineering task force so yes yeah
1: and so so I talked directly to the to the telecom knock to their core, to their backbone knock when there are things, or when we bring up the circuits. So when there's, when we plug things in, I say, I do some basic tests and then I give them a call say, and then we bring it up, see, okay, V6 works, uh, okay, V4 works, let's bring up BGP peering, bring up BGP peering on V6, bring up BGP peering on V4. Uh, test things, blah blah, blah. And there is lots of interactions with them. And this is not just I don't I'm not calling the normal user hotline and no. talking to their phone robots nope. and things. No, nope.
0: no I just, nope. I just
1: call the yeah. person on the other side
0: that's directly right sitting
1: way. at the terminal. He's hacking around directly on the router. Yeah. And it's a very <clears throat> it's a very um I mean they sponsor the links. Dogship Telecom was sponsoring the links. Um but still on the technical side, so that's the commercial part. But uh, on the technical side, they see us as equals. They also call us. They, they saw something that we did in our network and they, they called me, said, okay, uh, there's something odd here. Can you look at that? And this is, this is very friendly, very cooperative. Mm-hmm. also is there, there is no, there is no like uh, you're you're a dumb customer, and they never dare to ask me if I had uh, tried to turn on and off my equipment uh, and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> or, have you have, <laughs> have you, you plugged it in and off <coughs> and on again? Oh my god! No, no, god. this ah. is
1: no, this is this is really and Deutsche Telekom does does a very good job. Did there. you tell? Really
0: okay, see. that that's perhaps should I set a marker? Uh, did you tell uh, them what you? have f- Find and uh, oh, yeah. room oh, yeah, next to your to the knock. I'm not sure if uh, I can. No,
1: different different unit. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know, I know. Completely I know.
1: different unit inside Deutsche Telekom. Um,
0: I know. I told so them, it's... by the way. <laughs>
1: yeah, you see that in so many places. Um yeah, okay, anyway, anyway. So, um, yeah. Not, not go into details here. Uh, probably not all listeners are interested in those. Maybe they are, but not going to tell. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that that works I very nicely. But again, again to <laughs> give, give you an idea why it's a good thing, was a good thing with uh, to have the scout there. Uh, again, we had two circuits from Deutsche Telekom, um, one of which uh, uh, when they when they delivered both at the same time, one of which didn't work right away. Okay, which was not it was a technical problem on the, on the line, and they hadn't touched it for several years, and so somebody came in a couple of days later and fixed the second circuit. And then um, we still had a problem that we couldn't fully bring up the BGP pairing on one of the two circuits. Okay. It was due to some it was some some administrative Wh- oversight. how, how
0: uh, about about what bandwidth are we talking for one gigabit. circuit? Gigabit. Two time 1 Gigabit. Yeah,
1: okay. Full duplex, so there is no there's no asymmetry there. It's yeah. full uh, yeah, of up, course. uplink downlink both yeah. 1 gig. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, and so um we could theoretically also have gone 10 gig, but that would have been more complicated. We were reuse, reusing circuits, uh, not only circuits, but also equipment that Deutsche Telekom already had in the hotel from mm-hmm. previous meetings. So they actually, except for the time where they had to fix that one circuit that was broken, they actually wouldn't have had to come. They could just re turn those things back on that we were using three years ago.
2: Mm. Okay.
1: Um, anyway, so one of the two circuits, uh, uh, we couldn't bring up BGP for, um, for very good reason, let's say, but they, uh, that reason wasn't known by the time we had ordered the circuits. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, if, if, if it would have happened right before the meeting, so if they would have brought in the circuits only like a couple of days before the meeting, that would have been, that would have caused some panic there and we would have to escalate things. But now since the scout was already there in May, uh i could easily tell them yeah okay if he can only bring up in june i don't care the meeting is not until july uh you can take whatever time you need to do that so this is again that's the that's the beauty of having the scout there instead of instead of having a person sitting there uh, uh taking over the circuits and then figuring out oh i can't use them i have to come back next week or i have to come back in four weeks mm-hmm. to test them again mm-hmm. whatever so um this is uh, the good thing about the scout okay now the scout this was berlin i was i could have Done there easily for me but again imagine buenos aires buenos aires is pretty far away from berlin i can tell you mm-hmm. it's a f- almost 14 hour flight it's the longest one that lufthansa has on the roster so 14
0: it's hours it's it's it's
1: it's 14 hours.
0: it's more than where i am seriously mm-hmm.
1: it's longest it's the longest one the one fra- for fra- Buenos Aires is the longest one on lufthansa's roster of flights of <laughs> flights that they offer worldwide Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the scout, having the scout down there in Buenos Aires was, was really good because, uh, we had, uh, we had a very large ISP there providing us, uh, was a very large global ISP and we had a very small one, a very small local one. And, uh, the local guys were very, very friendly. I mean, all of them were very friendly, but the local guys were extremely helpful and friendly and very generous in providing us the circuit but um they they were not as experienced let's say as the big guys mm-hmm. okay. so it it took a little bit longer uh, to bring up the bgp sessions and everything with them but again with the scout was no problem it was there like months before the actual meeting so i could say okay uh, we s- uh, tested this and this, and there are some problems here and there, and they say, oh, yeah, but uh, yeah, tomorrow is a holiday. Can we get back to you uh, like next week? So, no, no problem. So, it's a very easy, very casual way of dealing also with the providers that we give them enough time to provide the service the right way and, and that everything is nice.
0: It's okay.
1: Um, the whole BGP thing, I have to add something you asked about why uh, if we can't use a, a actual light in theory we could it's a it's a it's a function of math here with regards to memory um if you use more than one isp um and you want to do it the right way you put yourself in something that's called the default free zone which means that you have to know uh if you have mod like two circuits you have to know if i want to route to a certain destination do you route out the left circuit or out of the right circuit okay they are not they're not equal. That's why you choose them from different providers. Uh, some of the routes don't, very few routes don't work on, on both of them. And uh, there's also different in, in terms of quality or path lengths.
0: Is, uh, to t- give you, t-
1: to t- give t- you t- an t- idea, to give you an idea, to go from Berlin to Asian sites mm, yeah. through the normal internet, most of the paths, if not all, go through North America. So you route from Berlin to Frankfurt or Amsterdam, and then, uh, or through the UK, and then you route to the US East Coast, and sometimes along the US East Coast. Then you go through central Central US, and you go to the US West Coast, and then from the US West Coast, you go. uh The traffic goes through a trans Trans Pacific cable uh, into maybe uh, uh,
0: long, Korea long or, or
1: Tokyo, time. China, and then you get to you get to the actual place. Oh my goodness! That you want to go to. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> Which is, if you look at the globe, it's just kind of like, yeah, that's okay. That may that's work. That's not but the this shortest still, way. <laughs> it's, it's not the shortest way. So, um, some providers, they have cables, not very, f- there's actually very few, but some providers have actual cables that go from Europe to Asia. There is, there is actually a new cable, uh, that we're all waiting for to get active this year within the next couple of weeks or months. The CMEB one, uh, five is the cable that starts, I, starts in the military no it's i think it's even starts in the uk goes along the uh, the uh, west coast of europe in and the atlantic through, st- through the straits of Gu- gibraltar mm-hmm. then it goes there is also points uh, in marseille which is where most of the continental europe would put in their their data i think in marseille, in marseille? and then it splits Here's yeah it splits America. it splits uh it goes goes around egypt um uh two different paths uh rejoins in the red sea and then goes uh goes down uh uh, through the indian ocean with various taps into india and things and then i think the next major hop there is singapore and then from there from there i think it even continues on beyond singapore this is is still a long path. But yeah, it's certainly, long much path. shorter than going across the Atlantic, across <laughs> yeah, yeah the okay, US, okay. and then across the Pacific. Around
0: around the uh, around <laughs> uh, half of the uh, of the ball, and then uh, getting there. Uh, even if you could take a yep. shorter way, yeah. Of course,
1: some people are still experimenting with uh, landline circuits uh, that are uh, uh, laid down along the path of the um, uh, Siberian uh, railroads. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, seriously. Uh, Siberian uh, yes. railroads. Oh, they have fibers along this. Yeah, yeah. The Russians have fibers there.
0: Um, <laughs> and
1: oh, uh, it shouldn't. Laugh and, about that. but this, this is uh, people are experimenting with that. <laughs> it is uh, the problem is with with very long landlines. They are always very prone because they are so long. And they they are staying on the ground on solid ground. Is they are they are very prone to interruptions. Like you know, derailing trains, uh whatever. People digging around in the dirt and what's this? Or Don't people tell stealing me. cable? Yeah,
0: I... all
1: mm-hmm. that. So anyway, mm-hmm. so it's certainly a shorter path, and it's easier to repair than sea cables. But sea cables, they they for thousands of kilometers, they can go uninterrupted, except for a couple of sharks that <laughs> occasionally <laughs> try to take a bite out of them.
0: Yes, um, but so but um, do they?
1: They used to. That uh, that's one Seriously? of the fascinating things about yeah about Why? Sea cables. is one of uh, ha, ha. okay.
0: <laughs> Sorry, now we get a little side
1: anecdote. Has nothing nothing to do with ITF meetings. But anyway, okay. Sorry. This yeah, is charts, this is one of buddy? one of the well one of the well guarded secrets or not see, or trade secrets of companies which put uh, put undersea cables uh, uh uh in into into the oceans is they have to know how to feed the amplifiers. Many of them contain. Uh, contain, uh, amplifiers in the cable because you can't just have a single piece of glass for 7,000 kilometers and yep. expect it to pass much light. Yep. So, um, the, uh, there's, there's active, let's just say there's active components in the cable that are part of the cable, which need power. <clears throat> it or, okay, if you feed power into the cable, you have to run aside, uh, uh next to the actual fiber, you have to run, uh, yeah. copper or whatever, uh, uh, uh electrical current carrying Uh, uh, They are attracted
0: by the power.
1: Yes, because sharks, uh, many shark species hunt their hunt their prey by detecting uh, the the nerve impulses of their prey. Oh
0: shit! And they are attracted by the power.
1: And they are attracted by the power that runs through the the cables cables. because (laughs) they think it's prey. Yeah. And uh, so it it took some it took many, many years and lots of uh, lots of working with biologists and things to work out how to feed power into a cable without which does not attracting, look yeah. without attracting the sharks. Oh, damn it. Okay. The interesting thing is also you have to know that most sharks, uh, the way they're built is they can't let go.
0: Yeah, Once I know. they lock know, onto something,
1: they can't just reopen their mouth and let go. And so they either starve to death, or if they really chew on a cable long enough, at some point they actually reach the power. At which point they also break the cable, and then they get electrocuted by the power or whatever. So it happened a lot of time. Then, when the first T cables were laid down, that they were that they broke down a couple of weeks or months after they were put down, and then when the uh, then the repair crews came and pulled <laughs> the cables up, they pulled the cables up and had a large shark hanging off of it, <clears throat> a large dead shark <laughs> hanging off of it.
0: Oh fuck okay
1: <laughs> anyway
0: where, where, uh, we're
1: digressing again
0: how did coming back to there? that okay <laughs>
1: yeah default free zone so if you have if you have multiple isps you want to you want to make good selections of of where where you want to put uh where you want to put which traffic so if we you, if we are addressing a certain site on the internet do i give it to ISP A or ISP B, and um in order to do that correctly, it's, it's kind of an art on its own. And that's something that I've, I really like because when all, all the work is done and all, things always work if you just plug them in, you can just put a lot of effort in to make it work nicely. So, uh, I could either just go with the usual path through North America into Asia and just live with three hundred thirty, three hundred fifty, four hundred 350, 400 milliseconds ping time between Europe and there, mm. or I can just uh, work, work around these things. And this is just one example. So this is like when, when all things are done and I have time on my hands, then I, I, l- I love to do this tuning to make sure that we have not only service that we have, but that we have good service. Anyway, in order to be able to do that, You have to have, um, presentations of the internet from both ISPs. So all I, this is where the BGP protocol comes from. Yeah.
0: Sounds, sounds great.
1: Yeah. I just came up with it. Um, (laughs) so basically what happens through that BGP protocol, both an ISP tells you, okay, this is how I see the internet. So this is, these are all the networks that I see on the internet. And, uh, this is, this is my path to them. And it's not only that they say, "Okay, I know a way to there," but they also describe the way between you, me, and my, me as a customer in that case, uh, or themselves and the destination on the internet. In order for them to do that, they have to know the entire internet. They have to know each and every network. They don't have to know each and every IP address, but every network. So they know um, have on
0: where they have to route um, their 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 packets yeah. to, um, to reach everyone.
1: And right planet. now, let's give you, since, we're, since we can do that, because I have one of the scouts in place right now, I can actually… Uh,
0: can we do… Uh, will you show something we can put in the show notes?
1: Well let's just uh say um or or, or I, can, I can tell I can tell no, you which can, how 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 many routes I'm seeing right now, okay? Or you
0: can or so, you can tell or you can tell how you how you um figure out if everything's upper, uh, that's uh, the I, I started this sentence the wrong way because <laughs> Since
1: since I just locked into this to to one of the scouts, um he right in now 90%. I'm seeing thirty one thousand three hundred and ninety nine networks on the V6 side. So... How many? Let's say 31,400 uh, 31, networks. Sounds right. That's on, and, and this this varies, because all the time new networks come, others go. Um, so it's like, well, it's 31397. If I do that again, it's 31399. So this, this number varies, and it grows. On the V4 side...
0: Mm-hmm. How many?
1: Let's see. Um, I see 613,476 <laughs> networks right now. Um, <clears throat> um, and I see those from multiple ISPs. So every ISP is giving me roughly the same number of networks, uh, but again with different views. So uh, Deutsche Telekom might say, yeah, I can get to uh, some somebody in Singapore, but my path leads through the US. And leads through this and this and this provider in the U.S. or in Canada, or whatever. Whereas other other ISPs, like for instance, one of the other ISPs which gave us uh, uh, things in Berlin, uh, Hurricane Electric, they have their own circuit uh, from uh, from on one of the cables from it, uh, say to to Singapore. Is
0: your guide as your scout right now in in uh, Seoul or is it in Oregon? No
1: no this one is in berlin still
0: ah sorry you i left
1: it. i left one there because we have we haven't we haven't gone through the entire timeline again yet so there's a why <laughs> things are sometimes left behind
0: oh we, we 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 support that it is a short short um uh episode but it won't be i see apparently not no
1: anyway so um that that just said that uh, i get i get the same i get the same network list but with different paths to them Mm-hmm. Uh, from all the ISPs, and uh, just just to come now finally back to the question that you asked, why I can't use the light, uh, HVR light, <clears throat> I probably could, but then again, I, this whole process uses a lot of memory, so I can't. Oh, you
0: sh- you are able to 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 close <laughs> to close that um, that mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, the bracket, because, so, uh, because on the V6 side, I, is easy okay.
1: to, the whole, the whole V6 stuff. I can run multiple times on the, on the light. Cause, uh, right now, the process that I'm using only uses uh, kind of uh, 19 megabytes in the, in the router engine and then maybe about the same amount in the Fib. So let's just say 30, 40 megabytes.
0: So, okay. What but is the difference on, on the V4 side? On the memory, on 4 side, on the memory side, what, what's the difference between the, um, because that, that I can't. Use my edge router light. Um,
1: well, we can. We can't. We, could just, we can't, can't just plug in an arbitrary amount of ISPs into your edge router light.
0: That's um, the so original question. Yeah,
1: <laughs> for the whole for the whole v4 side, um, I'm I'm actually the the router engine that I use there, which is Bird. For the interesting people, is uses 115 megabytes, which is not that not that bad. And EdgeRiderLite has a gig of memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pro that we have as a Scout has two gigs of memory. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have plenty of space for doing stuff like that and maintaining a huge number of tables. Sometimes I duplicate them and filter and blah, 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 So I need quite some memory for the stuff that I use it with ITF. But if you just want to have a full routing table just for kicks, I can feed you that into your light. Wow. Just one. But then you still see the entire internet. Yeah, that's. Uh, uh, interesting <clears throat> i'm afraid about anyway
0: uh, I'm, I'm afraid of my actual light
1: no uh i'm doing this with the natural light because in oregon where the where the stuff lives when it comes home yeah um uh i have i have something that simulates the isp environment of our next meeting
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and that's an natural light
0: how do you simulate that Oh, so. oh oh
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a long meeting. Uh, yeah, 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 okay, um, okay, no, okay. What okay. I do is what I do is um actually actually it simulates two meetings. Simulates the previous meeting and it simulates the next
2: Wow So the
1: thing the <laughs> thing in, in Portland the thing okay, you have to understand um the the Nock team is a set of volunteers. We live all across the planet. Yep. Which is kinda of interesting when we do our bi weekly conferences yep. and telephone conferences yep. and things. It's always kind of hard. To, somebody has to has to has to bite the dust by either getting up very early or staying up very late. Um, anyway, um, so the um, uh, the people in Portland they are our service provider that handle the shipping and things. They are not. Um, they they could they have the they have the credentials and they could in theory configure router and things but this is what what the volunteers do so I, what I've provided there is kind of like a permanent scout there in Portland mm-hmm. and that system there um it's right now it simulates uh, the Berlin meeting and as soon as we get data for the Seoul meeting uh, we we gonna generate uh, uh, circuits that look like the ones that we're expecting in Seoul. So when the equipment now comes back from Berlin and is unpacked by the people there in the warehouse, they can just plug things back in uh, the same way that they were unplugged here in Berlin. And when the equipment comes back up, it's, it thinks, oh, I'm still in Berlin, kind of cool. Oh, there's there's the two circuits from Deutsche Telekom and there's the eKicks link. Uh, okay, so there's my internet, cool, fine. And uh, then we can lock into it again from all over the world. And change it over and say, okay, all right. So now we're changing things. We're adding a new circuit from for for Korea, and then taking away one of the telecom circuits for that. And we then we're adding a new circuit for Korea, and we taking away one of the Berlin Berlin circuits while it's still there in in Portland. And when they the idea is that when they when they bring it down again, when the shippers pack things up and yeah. send it send it on a boat or on a plane um, uh, to Seoul. That it's ready when we unplug uh, when we unpack it that we can plug it in uh, right into into the uh, systems, and we know exactly how s- how Soul will look like because we're gonna have a scout there for a couple of months that uh, we have already configured and running so we know all the parameters, all the BGP stuff is done, the tuning's done. Geolocation is a big problem for us because we're using the same address space all over the all over the planet. Yeah, yeah. And um, if we would if we wouldn't do anything about it and uh, uh just bring up the same address space that we used in Berlin now in Seoul in November, then people would just bring up Google would see a german German Google site <laughs> because Google would still think, "Hey, I know this address uh, this is in berlin
0: i and had some I had some special things um, some special happenings in Google while I was at the i t f meeting, but I won't ask you. <laughs> I won't ask you about how they fixed it, because I think that's not appropriate.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, think, uh, I the I, good I, thing about, about being ITF is we're we're um we're a neutral thing. We're not one of Google's competitors. We're a, we're a very benevolent organization. We're we're there for the good of Google, and in fact, there are many people from Google that come to the meeting. In fact, we also have uh, uh, Google employees as part of the NUC team. So this is what we do. We just call them. <laughs> we just say, hey, <laughs> um, um, we have moved again, or we will move this time. we're Like I said, we're smart. We put the scout there. Uh, so we have something down there so we can test things. And then we give them a call, say, OK, our address space is now moving can you please not only use uh, the language settings everything uh, appropriate for korea but also can you please uh give us the nearest data center because mm-hmm. uh all the big all the big providers not only google but also facebook and blah they all have data centers across the world um so that they don't have to for instance they don't have to serve german users out of the us or german users out of korea or mm-hmm. whatever so they they'd like to serve uh, users uh for the are. nearest possible yeah from the nearest possible data center that they have. And uh, since we're moving around with our network, we have to constantly adjust it or tell them to adjust it for us. So this is also the reason why we're gonna have the, the whole scout thing there in the first place. There's tons of other things that we can talk about the scout, but um, just just to give you a general idea what's there and why we use it. Uh, this is part of the site survey. Mm-hmm. So next thing up, coming back up to the whole timeline thing. So I- site server is done. We now finally get to the meeting. So at some point we finally arrive for the meeting, which is usually <coughs> about a week before the actual meeting starts. Just a week. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so the meeting, the actual meeting, usually starts um, on a Sunday with the uh, introductory introductory session for for newbies. There is, as yeah, far as I, I know, there I is not I no real
0: yeah.
1: no real working group something going on on Sunday. But in recent, recent meetings, they have established something, uh, hackathons that go on before the actual meeting. They sometimes start Friday before the meeting or even Thursday, Thursday evening with an intro and then they start Friday or they work through, work through the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday mm-hmm. on hackathons before the actual meeting. And, um, yeah. And there is also things that happen after the meeting. There are sub meetings that have to happen after the meeting. After the meeting. Um, So So you um, want to hear
0: the the whole thing, um, but but, um, keep Let me just Let me just give
1: you you the timeline for Berlin so that you have an idea on how this looked. In Berlin, we started setting up, so I arrived at the hotel, I think it was in July 11th or 12th. And the actual meeting started on the 17th or then the Monday, the actual, the working group started Monday, 18th. So about a week before the actual meeting, um, we arrive on site. I am usually among the first on site, Mm -hmm. um, because of the things that I do, like taking care of the scout and the out of band network and stuff like that. Um, um, and also because I like to be there early, uh, if it's far away i'd like to overcome my jet like before i sit in front of a terminal and <laughs> type commands into routers and things so um i really
0: hmm. I, I i i figured out that it's uh, a mess if you if you tell that you will f- link, uh, link something in the show notes but um the <laughs> at this time i really have to link uh, a tweet of Jariaco who uh had a very nice tweet uh, fr- from from inside the knock He's NOC. the chairman of the ITF yeah he is the chairman of the ITF and um he had a very nice tweet uh from from within the um the knock um <laughs> which which showed um uh, your 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 screen the, the screen, the screen of the, the TV screen you had for, for your measuring.
1: For the monitoring. For the monitoring,
0: the monitoring things. And, uh, he had a very nice joke about the, um, the, the, the picture right, uh, left of your monitor. <laughs> um, uh, but this Pope dressed, um, okay. I, uh, I just, <laughs> it was a very funny tweet. I, I link that
1: it was a told joke now and that's not um the the thing is that uh, the hotel rooms are usually they have names there are sometimes locations or arbitrary names and yep. in in berlin there were there were just uh, chess figures or chess names and the knock was in the room check exclamation mark
2: ah. and so
1: the all the pictures you saw were were like photos of not chess figurines but people dressed as chess figurines
0: that okay <laughs> <explains that. laughs> I didn't know that okay
1: so uh, anyway confused. so we're we're there about a week before the thing and the team again we're coming from all different places on the world and we're volunteers so that uh, not everybody can come at the same time like I said usually I'm one of the first to be on site and uh, most of the people drop in like the Tuesday or the Wednesday before the actual meeting mm-hmm. um since my my work with getting external in is fundamental to the others it makes sense that i'm there before the rest not the rest but most of the team because the monitoring guys and the media guys can only do monitoring and media on a network once there is a network and so it's important to build the core network first and then we can add the different other layers onto it um this time in Seoul is actually going to be very interesting i'm i'll be interested to see the travel plans of all the others because we have many people from the U.S. and the time by which they would usually arrive is election day. So that's November eighth this year. Um, it's the first Tuesday after the first Monday in November. So that's why it's the eighth and not the first.
0: Oh, okay. They oh, okay.
1: Usually, it's the first Tuesday in November. But uh, since uh, uh, first of November is the f- is the first Tuesday, um, it's uh, uh, you have to look deeper into the rule book and then you find okay, it's the first Tuesday after the first Monday in November. <laughs> anyway, so it's the eighth. So we uh, most of the US team is supposed to arrive on election day, but I guess some of them would rather like cast the vote if they hadn't done.
0: Hopefully, um, <clears throat> hopefully they do. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully I actually. They do.
1: I implored them in Berlin when we all left and when we all parted. I said, yes, very good. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I, I, you, you guys are going to vote. Uh, if you want to come on the eighth, you have to do, uh, uh, through, uh, through mail, uh, through the mail or whatever. And uh, there's actually quite a number of people coming from Oregon and they said, okay, in Oregon, it's you, it's the usual way to vote that you go through, uh, you go through mail. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but, um, yeah, all the others I said you gonna come vote. Uh, uh, you you gonna go vote first, and then you hop on a plane. Please go vote. I'll I'll, I'll, be, I'll be very angry with you the same. Um, anyway, so um, uh, when when I arrive and I'm inside, of, sometimes I take in the shipment because then there's some shipper knocking on the door, hotel saying, "Hey, I have twenty six, twenty seven crates here and one and a half ton of shit. So where <laughs> where should I put this?" And uh, somebody has to look at it and sign for it. Uh, and again, if I'm the first, I, I take care of that. If I'm not, somebody else does. But um okay. And then um, then I built something that I've done in recent meetings, but it's done very successful. Then I built the out-of-band network. I built a network aside from the normal network. Mm-hmm. Um. I already have a scout in the basement, which is, has very good connectivity because it's been sitting there for a couple of weeks or months with the external connectivity, well-tuned BGP connections and everything. So it has perfect connectivity, but it sits in the basement and the knock is usually not in the basement. Um, and so what I do is, um, I use one of the old telephone circuits. Almost every hotel, um, Pretty much every hotel still has telephone circuits, and mm. they all lead back to the same room where the scout is sitting, to the MDF. Mm. So what I do is I bring my own VDSL modems. I have tiny little uh, VDSL modems. Okay. Um, uh, practically the same stuff that you have um, that you have at home for a DSL circuit. Okay, you have cable, but um, <laughs> other <laughs> other particular. people who have DSL, it's, it's pretty much the same thing. Um, the same technology there. It's just that I'm also, I'm bringing both sides. So I'm not only bringing the Fritzbox side. Um, so the, the customer router side, but also, all the CPE side, the customer premises equipment. Uh, but I also bring the CO side. And, and then I use, uh, a, a telephone circuit in, uh, of the hotel, which sometimes I have to find out out of a couple of hundreds or thousands, um, find the right one. Mm-hmm. And I have my tools to do that. Um, there's not nothing special about it, but, um, uh, there are tools that help you do that. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, then I use that to bring up, uh, 100 megabits of the total of whatever N gigabits that I have in the basement. I bring up 100 megabits through old telephone circuits into the NOC. And this is to, to do multiple things. Um, um, a, when we have people showing up, like I said, they also have other lives. So they, they have to use the internet to deal with things at their home company or university, or whatever. Um, and also, uh, sometimes people show up that, uh, that are doing things that they can't do at the time that the network's just built. So they, that makes sense that to give them a connectivity to do things as well. <clears throat> and also, um, you, even though we configure, mo- we try to configure most of it. While the system is still, the whole setup is still in in Oregon. Um, we have to do things when we plug things in, and usually in formal times, you'd all have to go down to the basement with the laptops and sit next to the, in a a very loud computer room. Um, sometimes with cooling, which is, or sometimes too cool, too hot, too noisy, whatever. It's not, an MDF is usually not a pleasant place to be Mm, in
2: for mm, a longer time. mm.
1: And uh, so we use this out-of-band thing, which has nothing to do with hotel fibers or has nothing to do with the normal switches or APs or whatever that we use. It has its own circuit, it uses only telephone circuit, uses the VDSL modems, brings its own AP, its own wireless access point. So we have uh, internet access and access to our equipment in the basement uh, from the NOC, uh while still building the network.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. That's um, makes totally least. Because usually,
1: yeah. usually, um, um, if if it's a bigger if it's a bigger venue, then there is no direct circuit between the MDF, so where all the stuff is, and the room where the knock is. Yeah. It goes through multiple multiple places in the hotel where it needs to be patched or we where we have to drop switches and things. So to get the official normal connectivity from our network into the knock could actually take quite some time because we have to build up. A third or two thirds of the network before we finally reach the knoc
2: mm-hmm.
1: with the official fiber connection. Kind of uh, so okay. where we have the ten gig going down and everything, all that. So, but uh, um, but it's uh, hundred megabits is still good enough. It's cool cool stuff. So hundred megabits allows you to browse the internet, to even watch movies if the, you wanted to. If you're bored, of whatever. course
0: it is enough. <laughs>
1: and um, it's certainly enough to to lock into routers and switches and things to configure things while they're still being built. So this is, uh, this is a nice thing. And, uh, this is, this also comes, the equipment also already comes with the scout. So this is the traveling stuff that travels beside the 27 crates, mm. uh, of all the other shit. That's just a small traveling case, which either travels with Jim or me, uh, to the sites. And, um, so this is the first thing that I built. And then, um, I wait for things to, for dust to settle because I know my external circuits are in there. Usually, I take the time to talk to the people in the hotel again and how we do the handover and maybe do some testing. Sometimes, um, if they can do that with their equipment, we already uh, bring up uh, the the guest room network, the guest room wireless network, but we don't announce it. You may know that, that you can have yep. SSIDs on a wireless network that that you don't see when you, don't you see have your iPhone searching. They are hidden. If you know they're there, you, that they are there, you can access them, but.
0: Yeah, but you uh, have to know them, how they are called and you have to type them in. So they're, they're. You have to type
1: them in. You have to, uh, you have to know uh, encryption parameters if there are yeah. any. There are none for our network, but you have to know these things. But, uh, this is the this is stuff that I usually do while, while the others, which is the switching group and the wireless group and the people from Verilan, which do a physical uh, uh, rollout. They actually start deploying switches uh, all across the hotel and into the meeting rooms and the ballrooms and things while they roll out the big physical network for their stuff. Uh, I do things like that and then I sit back and in the meantime, since we're also bringing as part of the me- uh, part of the part of the equipment, uh, we bring a couple of servers. There is actually three physical servers which run two handful of virtual machines. On them, um, uh, this which is used by the media guys. Just FYI for the listeners, um, we have a couple of kilometers between us. Uh, and is sitting right now in San Francisco, yes, in in
0: so. the
1: middle of nowhere in Northern Brandenburg, in Germany. But um, time we're, the time we're yeah, this.
0: that's that's true. But uh, I have to I have to interrupt again because uh, you mentioned something in the, in in the side sentence uh, just uh, a couple of minutes ago where you uh, said something about how do we do the handover. We're talking about handover within uh, uh, a Wi-Fi network, right?
1: No, 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 no. The handover is like, there's, there's the hotel's equipment and ours.
0: Ah, that. There's their handover. switches. Okay. That there's,
1: and at some point we have to come out, they have to either, either I give them a cable and ask them to plug it into their stuff, or um, they give me a cable and I plug it into my stuff and we have to talk ah, It's a very hand-over. delicate thing. It's a very delicate thing yes, where of we have it to be is. careful not to that they don't disturb our network and we don't disturb theirs. Um, and uh, so um, and that also involves some testing before plugging in and blah 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 because okay. Okay, sometimes sometimes normal. you negotiate mm-hmm. parameters with them and then, they don't, they don't hold up. They either configure the wrong port or they configure it wrongly, uh, whatever. So there is, there is lots of testing involved there. And, uh, I do that. That's also a reason why we keep the, the uh, guest room wireless hidden for a while.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Until we're actually expecting attendees to be on site, which is usually Friday before the meeting. Friday noon before the meeting is our, is our, is our handover time. It's our, our, <laughs> not our handover. It's the time that we declare, usually declare the network ready it's by that time we say okay, all before. the people that are here the friday before because there's the hackathon people who want connectivity as well so it must be ready for them um and uh, the first the first people arrive because again it could be on the other side of the world for them too and they'd like to arrive maybe a day or two earlier in order to overcome their mm-hmm. jet lag before they go into an important meeting. So, um, that's why we, uh, as of Friday noon before the meeting, the head- uh, So two and a half days before the meeting, we, we handed, we handed over to the users and say, okay, this is it. Please enjoy. Use more
0: bandwidth. Uh, <laughs> use more bandwidth. That's uh, something you twittered, right? Use more bandwidth.
1: It's an old joke. That's something that the guys from CCC also use all the time. They even did it uh, last week at the EMF camp uh in in the uk where they say use use more bandwidth yep. it's an it's it's a meme by now and you usually say use more with m-o-a-r use more bandwidth okay more. use more of it we have plenty we have we plenty it, so use much it, internet. use it yeah that's also this thing we have multiple gigabit circuits we could have easily done in berlin we could have easily done uh 10 gig circuits too um uh little bit of effort on the telecom side but for the dark again the dark fiber we had a dark fiber it's the dark, like dark fiber dark,
0: is not the problem i think
1: <laughs> dark fiber we put on this we put on the optics on both ends ourselves so it's not it's not a question of what how how fast the link is the fast is just a dark piece of fiber it was eight and a half kilometers long and uh, uh we just have a that's not long on either that's side. eight that's and a half long.
0: kilometers is nothing no,
1: we could do that with the equipment, the normal equipment that we have. We can e- easily do forty, uh, with a bit of squeezing, sixty. And if we were to invest into better optics, we could do a hundred too. But so, um, but the, even with the stuff that we have, we
0: could do forty. But when I, when, when my my memory is right, then uh, we had um, a dark fiber from the Congress to Russia.
1: On the Congress to Russia. Yeah. Which Congress?
0: Uh, the last Congress. No. Uh, no
1: no Seriously? it's very unlikely
0: unlikely it's very
1: unlikely that you have that you have dark dark fibers that long
0: uh, yeah I'm sorry okay somehow somehow i'm uh, per, per, perhaps i'm um i it. but um okay
1: again we could have another episode about that or some you could have an episode with uh, for instance with with, with kai uh, uh, from, oh from
0: yeah S- um uh, and Fra- he
1: could he could tell you <laughs> fraps, uh, fraps and fraps. so um you could, uh, uh, he could tell you all about getting those circuits or getting wave wavelengths. Uh, I, I, I'm for instance, they had it, they had, they had, uh, they had, uh, wavelengths, uh, service from, I uh, from should, the, I from should, the camp.
0: I should do that. From
1: the camp I to, really um, t- uh, back to Berlin.
0: Yeah, but, um, the, the, the problem is, uh, Fraps, um, we met sometimes, but I'm not sure if, uh, if, if he knows who. I am. <laughs> well, I don't it can think be so. Fixed.
1: Okay. Anyway, so um, yeah, but this one, this one inside inside a city, it's usually it's just dark, dark,
0: dark, piece fiber. dark piece of
1: very microphone. very thin, very thin, nine micrometers, but uh, dark.
0: Seriously, it's I, it's it's they're it's not very
1: thin. Single mode, single mode fiber. They yeah, are very. very Yeah, single very
0: mode fiber, thin. but but okay, I didn't know that the
1: nine nine millionth of a meter. <gasps> Yeah, that's the um, micro. Ni- yeah, micrometer, nine micrometers. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's thinner. Usually, people compare that to women's hair. I don't know why they choose women's hair. But it's <laughs> certainly much, much thinner than than uh, the hair of a woman, of a human woman. Um, anyway, but it's dark, and it's. Uh, I usually I usually joke with it when I get those circuits that I say, okay, if I pull on that on that cable. And I pull hard enough, then a wreck topples over on the other side of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can, you can imagine it like that. Of course, there are connections inside, inside the city in some, some dark holes where they run the fibers. Um, but basically it's, it's a single, it's it, when it's spliced together. So it's melted, melted, it's multiple pieces of glass and it really is glass. You think, Oh, it's so flexible. It can't be glass. It will break. No, it is really glass. Mm. Um, if you um if you have multiple multiple fractions of of this of these things and you can melt them together a process called splicing
2: mm-hmm.
1: where you uh, where you heat up both both ends uh, uh and then you bring them together and they when they when the glass uh solidifies again mm-hmm. then you have a single single it's kind of a single piece of glass and so basically so when it's done and it's all spliced together maybe they have some connectors in there as well but usually they don't but if, uh, if it's, if it's all spliced together, then you have uh, a piece of glass that's just eight and a half kilometers long. And then you could light, light on it on one end and it comes out the other end.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's just that way.
0: So, um, to give. To, anyway. To, yeah. Okay. And to...
1: Just, just, just finish the timeline here. So we finally. Do that at some point. We can still ask <laughs> ask tons of questions. I I, I will
0: ask questions after you finish the timeline because we anyway. disagreed about uh, me d- uh, less interrupting your timeline.
1: No, no, no. It's good. Do more interruptions. I like that. Um, yeah. Do ask questions, please. If you have questions, please. I have
0: ask. questions. I have um, questions. Um, but perhaps first finish the timeline. <laughs> okay. If
1: you don't forget them.
0: I don't forget. Anyway,
1: them. Um, the um, uh, then finally, so yeah, we do some things. Uh, some um, some. Uh, that's always a critical, critical thing. We do. Uh, usually, we do that. Like I said, Friday, Friday uh, noon is uh, the, the time by we do, uh, by which we usually declare the network ready if we are ready. But this, so this is our goal. Um, what we do before, usually the night before, is failover testing. Which means that we built everything redundantly, but it's sometimes you have to figure out if it really works that way. So we sent somebody down in the MDF on the phone mm-hmm. or through some out-of-band connection. Sometimes this time we used like uh, something like FaceTime or Skype. I think they skyped down through the hotel wireless, <laughs> so that that we had that we have connectivity down into the MDF. Okay. and potentially even see people. Down MDF
0: there. Is, is still the main. Distribution the, the facility, thing, the
1: computer, the computer room where all the cables. Yeah, are
0: up the together. main dis- distribution facility. Yeah, yeah,
1: the um, the not so nice room because it's too hot. The not like so nice in room. Aires, It's too cold in other places and, and too, too hot
0: in and way. too loud and
1: loud, loud, hot and and cold and uh, steamy yeah. and whatnot. It was really not very nice in Buenos Aires. I remember that was really anyway. Um, so any. Anyway, uh, so we call down there, and we have somebody down there, and then uh, uh, that who could just pull cables. So we do simple things like uh, just turn off the power of of one. We have everything everything twice. So all the routers, the normal routers, um, which are Juniper MX80s right now and this just generation and this changing all all the time. We're getting, probably going to change something. Juniper's is a sponsor. For,
0: is that uh, appropriate to say that?
1: Yes. Yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah. Okay. Juniper-
1: they, they are, by the way, all the all the equipment the, yeah. the, the, that that was that I was talking about, all the network equipment, yeah. is sponsored. So um, we have a big grant from Cisco that we got a couple of years ago, yeah. uh, where they gave us uh, tons of switches and access points and wireless LAN controllers, which we've only been using as of this meeting fully. Just, okay people, uh, you know, just just
0: just a, a short a short interruption because um you have uh for 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 the audience um they uh who who are not um very very um yeah who who don't know the uh thing there are a lot of people from juniper from uh, cisco from um everything you can imagine uh as attendees, so and they have a very big interest in uh, things going all right on the ITF meetings because uh, that's the place where uh, the standards are are fixed. So uh, that's that's a very a very big and and great part. So they they have a, a very big interest in 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 be ah uh, visible. Visible and 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 that they are there, so sure. that uh, Juniper or Cisco are are sponsoring equipment or, or things or being there and and asking for okay, uh, did you have any problems with our equipment or something that like that is uh, a normal thing? That's uh, completely or,
1: yeah, but still completely still okay. It's, uh, so it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of expensive stuff. Yes, the of most course. Expensive it is. part. The most expensive part is our NUC team member from Cisco, Joe, my friend Joe, is uh, a co, co- noct team member. He's, he's, he's a Cisco cool. employee, and they give him they give him uh, the time, and they they put down the travel expense for him to come to the meetings and be part of the team. Yeah. So this is kind of the one of the biggest sponsorings they that they that the big companies give us that they lend us to the people
0: thought they do it for all members of the knock team i thought so because it's something
1: no oh they don't it depends depends on who the, uh, we have okay, we have knock people... team members which are which are uh like uh which
0: uh, that's, that's are, sensible, are it's part, sensible of, part of sensible. part of part of
1: the university <laughs> yeah. and uh, they have their travel expenses paid by the ISOC um seriously uh, okay and others oh yeah yeah and then but the companies i uh joel as far as i know the our cisco guy yeah uh, he he's, he's cool he i mean he gets time he gets time off his normal work to work with us two weeks on the on the network and that he does that three times a year so it's like for 10 days or like a total of 30 days he's he's practically hours Mm-hmm. well he does he does answer his corporate email while he's sitting in knock and stuff like that. so he's not completely gone and he's sometimes he's off to for phone conference yeah, that's things. A, yeah, but phone. he's with us in the knock at the at the various locations on on different places on the planet so um and again we have uh, people from the university uh or others from iaj internet initiative of japan uh is also traveling a lot of uh uh a lot, Randy, and he also spends a lot of time with us. And uh, we have bigger, smaller companies, and uh, we have people from Google. Um, NSRC is is, is a kind of a uh, an NGO.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, takes care of of um, you'd say developing developing um, development work in the whole world. Mm-hmm. Um, also with networks and data and equipment and i.t stuff so they send people and um yeah I'm, I'm not gonna through the to uh, go through the whole through the whole list of people no, no, but, of course. Um, um yeah and uh, then there's people which are even involved uh, uh, with with things outside the actual meeting like I said uh, some of us are doing site uh, doing site qualifications too Or
0: running a uh, company. So, so to
1: find… Or running a company or
0: running a company uh, a fucking company
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know do we have a ceo among us yes
0: I, I think so i think
1: so no alice i wouldn't know alice yeah alice might be yeah right alice uh, <laughs> that's true you're true yeah that's uh that's right um uh, anyway so uh, there's different kinds of people from different places and they all have different uh, different things to do aside from the meetings and again um, um, I find it really really uh, really good that uh, the bigger companies or the smaller companies set people or give people the time to be part of the team and they actively sponsor that by providing travel expenses and or actually giving them giving them time off of their normal work to be with the
0: that's the, the fucking IETF. I'm sorry. It's, um, I can understand. IETF. Yeah, Maybe the fucking. You cut that. The, the fucking IETF. <laughs> uh, uh, perhaps I should beep that because it's, uh, iTunes. I told, I, I told to Apple that, uh, there is no, um, <laughs> um. It's child safe content? Yeah, it's child safe content. Um, oh, you lied to them. Yeah, I lied to them. Um, seriously, I was so impressed by that meeting that's uh incredible so um i can understand yeah, I, can hear that. I yeah yeah. You, you you saw that <laughs> um <I> saw that. <laughs> you saw that um it, it's it's a kind of meeting um it's not comparable to to, to anything i i had uh, i participated uh for, for the last several years not even to the congress not not comparable to the congress it's it's, it's complete yeah, it's a complete, a complete another, another way. And wave. it has different
1: goals, and it has the, different goals, it's, and it's, it's very, it's very interesting to see. I mean, this is not part of my, my, my knock duty, whatever. But sometimes I wander off the knock and I go see, go to working groups, and I always find it very, very nice to see, like. Uh, <clears throat> people for instance from from Google and from Apple sitting in the same working group working together on new standards Yeah,
0: why not that that's the place to be there that's the place yeah. to do things that's the place yeah. where you can you where where you can argue about things and and and, and do things and bring and, and in bring, and bring it forward so that's yeah. that's incredible that was the most uh, it was incredible for me it was incredible and uh you 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 know that I'm uh, that I met listeners of our po- of, of of the podcast
1: yeah yeah I heard. and
0: not only one um, but two and uh the other one was uh, was uh, also a first attendee and told me that um uh he he came he came over to me when i sat in the lobby and uh said okay um i'm just sitting here and want to say thank you for the podcast <laughs> i was like, okay hi <laughs> so and and he told me that um he as a person t- attendee uh was sitting there in the lobby uh on uh, the 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 same place where, where we sat at that time um and was asked over um f- from 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 other people much older than he was um, to sit down with him because he was sitting there or well, sit sit down with them because he was sitting there alone what? and they asked him you can't have that he asked <laughs> they asked him over and he was uh, oh my god they meet me <laughs> it's me uh, okay hi and uh, then he was totally totally impressed by whom he was asked over i won't name someone now but it's uh you
1: you tell me afterwards
0: yeah i'll tell you afterwards but incredible that the, the same thing happened to me so they ask you yep. over if you sit there because you're sitting there alone and uh, they are in a group and then, okay, that's not okay that you're sitting there alone. So nope. perhaps, you have, um, uh, hmm? F- perhaps you don't have, perhaps you don't...
1: Perhaps you're new, perhaps, you're perhaps you're you're new. you need to be introduced to people.
0: Yes, and yep. they do. And uh, the problem is, because, and the other thing is, if um, I was sitting there in meetings or in sessions, and um the same thing what is twitter for uh, the congress <laughs> is a jabba the jabba um the jabba chat for 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 the session in uh, at IATF meetings at the jabba session for the ITF meetings everyone um if, if you know who is just there at the microphone for for questions or something um they they put it in the jabba and um in the jabba chat and you see okay that's the guy who is talking just right now at the macro and um for me it was very very helpful that i could google <laughs> the guy who is who's that person yeah who's that person and every time i did that it was a <coughs> oh my goodness <laughs> oh shit oh shit that guy is just right now talking yes. to yeah that was yeah. very impressive. It was so impressive, and um, okay, I'm fangirling all around. I was. <laughs>
1: <it clears throat> IDF, yeah, like, I, like I, I said, it's a very, very open, very, very welcoming community. It is a very,
0: um, um, okay. Now we're totally off the topic again. Sorry for that. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, a little, little bit of fangirl is fine. Just yeah, it's a, just, just go ahead. Just,
0: just a little bit fangirling. Um, uh, yeah, the question was asked um, at the uh, how, plenary, how how plenary. plenary? Um,
1: the, the plenary for everyone listening in. Plenary is where the whole ITF, everyone on site gets together. Uh, there's even people re- remotely participating through our network through the media group. They they are, all the sessions are. Everyone are, can are, remotely are, presi- are participate. Li-
0: just to say li- that
1: uh, live, yeah, you can. Everybody can participate. Not only people that are on site. But also people can remo- uh, remotely participate, mm-hmm. and the plenary is where like everyone comes together. So uh, all the people remotely watching are usually watching the plenary, and all the people that are on site are coming to that to that one big meeting. So that's the. Thing where the ATF handles things that are uh, important to everyone, not just certain working group yep. things, but
0: organizational everyone. and uh, for for the meeting and uh, everything. And the, the question was asked. ATF in general, yeah, ATF in general, ISOC in general, some uh, everything in general, somehow because they are all um, mixed together at that time. So so it, it seemed to me. Um, and the question was asked was, uh, how how many how many female uh, attendees uh they were at the meeting but um the problem is i don't have any idea how many attendees were there do you know that in uh, the, uh, official stats yeah um
1: on you know the that? atf webpage okay Berlin was pretty big i think we had 14 more than 1400 people
0: 1400 people seriously more okay i thought i thought it's smaller it it appeared smaller so there
1: yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Maybe, maybe not, uh, not everybody was at the plenary, At the plenary yeah, is but, designed but, to be that way. Yeah. But this is, this is, this is why we need, this is some, some unique thing of the ITF. We need both big rooms so we can have the plenary with uh, 12, 14, 1500 mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. sometimes, mm-hmm. as well as small rooms where we have the working groups, which is considered out of six people. And this is kind of a challenge to find the venues that uh, can accommodate both combinations in the necessary numbers, uh, plus holding all the people in either in the same hotel or in a hotel nearby across the street or something. So this is, that's not what, that's why we can't go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, also yeah, why the, well, the team that I mentioned at the beginning, the, the, the site qualification team, uh, that has to pick out locations before we even go there. They figure out like how many rooms do we have and, uh, can we, Uh, can we come, uh, and see them and, uh, can we rearrange things and blah, blah, blah before we actually go there and, and look at things.
0: But what, what, what I wanted to say was, um, uh, the question was asked how many female attendees they had, uh, on that meeting. Mm -hmm. And it was about, uh, around 10%, I think 10, Mm 10%. Um, and, um, we we had a discussion about that. Uh, I had a discussion with uh, one of uh, the members of the NOC team. Um, why is that? Because I don't understand it. Because it's I I as a female. Does what? it
1: feel too low or too high? For you? Too
0: too low. Some some. Okay. S- yeah, it feels too low. Because when when I first first it, uh, was at uh, attending at the um, Chaos Communication Congress and uh, it was the twenty ninth. Congress and the first in Hamburg, and um there we were at perhaps ten percent now we're at twenty five percent twenty 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 five percent at the chaos communication congress and the question is why because um my first impression f- um at the i t meeting was a very 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 good one, sorry to say that it was incredible uh it's n- okay. it's not it's not only it's not only about okay i had i had of course i had some some um yeah some some home base because of you and you introduced me to 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 many people and they were, were really really nice and of course everything was fine but um it has a a more inclusive character than some parts of the Congress had at that time when there were ten percent and I'm not sure. Twenty uh, ninth Congress. Um, okay, I think that might be discussable here. <laughs> what I'm saying now, but um,
1: I I can't I can't say much of that because I I don't I don't I know of course I know some or quite a number of the attendees by now, but uh, especially once they come come to each and every meeting. But <clears throat> the I can't tell you about the sociographics of of these of these things because they they asked for
0: they, they it was sp- it, it was a question at the I mic was asked. yeah yeah okay. it, it was it was a question how many female attendees it was a question yeah I know but yeah. uh,
1: there's there's still no explanation why it's only ten percent
0: No we could talk about that uh, off the record. <laughs> Okay. Because, uh, maybe, uh, I have like I told you, uh, I had a discussion about that. But, um, as an attendee for me, it was so. You Im- felt welcome. I felt so welcome. I felt completely, um, so, in- Included. Included. Sorry. Included. <laughs> it was so including for me to be there. And, um, that, those things like I, I described before that you sit there alone and uh, you were asked to join the group just because you're sitting there so that that is that feels so different for me and I had a lot of uh, nerd come together and <laughs>
1: you you even missed half the meeting you missed for instance something that I, that I really would have liked you to send you to there is there is things and in, huh, interesting enough on the other podcast. You were wondering what Bof stand for? Bof.
0: <laughs> I know. I know now.
1: <laughs> it's a birds of a feather session. Yeah, it but comes, d- comes from the English saying "birds of a feather stick together" or stay together. That's that's that the
0: where it where it comes from. I didn't figure out till now. Okay, now you explain it to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyway, birds of a feather session, and there is there are some buffs. For instance, I re- I'm really sure that you would have liked. uh For instance, there is the Scotch buff.
0: <laughs> that happens happens at
1: night, and there is people people bring Scotch from all over the world. And
0: it's buff, how? It's a buff, isn't it? They
1: just they use a very <laughs> usually they use a, the nicest meeting room there is, or or the hotel lounge, or yeah. something like that. On Buenos Aires, we had. Uh, they gave us an executive suite for that with the with the balcony and pool and stuff and things. Oh, and people shit, were just seriously? coming there and brought yeah <clears throat> and brought uh, brought scotch from all over the world and so they do scotch tasting there in a the scotch buff, but that you for in order to to experience that you have to be there. You have to <sighs> yeah, I have you to- can't just arrive on Wednesday and then And
0: on Tuesday um, evening to be you no know, present. Yeah,
1: um I actually i i didn't go to the one here in Berlin, uh, but uh, I I don't know which day it was. Oh, but usually it was so is, nice. There are things like that. No, but, but, <coughs> the but, but that they
0: yeah, I I was I was asked. I was asked that there was a the there was a woman in 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 the elevator, and he, she asked me. Um, okay, she she saw my badge that I'm a first attendee, and uh, asked me to come over to the, to their to their. Uh, what is it called the sister's lunch or something um the women attack thing and uh, she just Uh yeah but but i couldn't make it because of um appointments i had um so but that was so nice it was they they all were so nice i don't know i i really i i was completely overwhelmed i get
1: it they were nice
0: they were nice everyone was very nice okay so it just, can... just
1: means that i that i yeah i i i i told him before that uh, there would be somebody somebody new coming in
0: yeah, and the normal person and
1: the normal person
0: <laughs> he an and, outsider uh, and I
1: told him please behave, this is a, a very then... nice normal person coming in and
0: I behave. don't think that they. But they did. They, yeah, that's but no, I, like I don't. Don't do they, Did they have to behave? I don't think so. They re- no. No, they they are nice. It's fine. They are nice. Just... He introduced me. Clemens introduced me as, look, there's a normal person, and everyone's Oh, Okay, there's a normal person. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's somehow an insider. But um, yeah, okay. Uh, I, anyway. Oh uh, just yeah. You back have to the topic now officially i okay. <laughs> that's just fine okay um back to right. the techniques. so
1: so we have at some point we have the meeting rolling at that point the boring part begins not necessarily for everyone because we have monitoring groups so we try out new monitoring techniques we try to improve the network we plan for the next one We plan for changes usually usually it's totally forbidden uh it's a rule that we set for ourselves to actually change the network while we have users on it Mm -hmm. so during the actual meeting and since we're also providing service to to the hotel to the guest rooms there's only minimal things that we change or add to it um it so happened that because of the physical setup with the dark fiber, we were able to get additional internet uplinks through that, uh, through that dark fiber. Cause, uh, with that's, that's something, um, that's a little bit special. Um, <clears throat> I have to d- describe that. Uh, let's, let's do that after that, after that section. Anyway. So, um, <laughs> during, during the actual meeting, uh, we're not doing. Uh, not doing much uh some that gives me sometimes a little bit of time to explore the the city that we're in and uh to meet with people go to working groups and uh, like i said uh, prepare for the next one or do some homework from back home
0: could you de- could you and describe what what we see on the screen on the monitoring screen what what you what you, what are you doing there oh uh,
1: yeah we have oh we have different different monitoring tools um uh, we have a thing, um, a tool which is up most of the time on a screen. So we have, we have a big screen in the NUC usually. It's either run through a projector onto a projection, onto uh, projected onto a wall, or in Berlin we had a, a giant, uh, big ass TV which was hanging in the room anyway. <laughs> so we used that. Um, and the things that we that we saw mostly on the screen were uh output from a tool uh which was done by our japanese friends from the japanese part of the knock team mm-hmm. uh it's called dead person actually they called it dead men and then somebody came around and said okay but we can't have it called dead men blah 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 <laughs> um and so i don't know it's so it's called dead person and basically, what no, it's it does
0: is person in the middle, like um, 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 replaced man in the middle, simply the same, the same thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Anyway, so what it does is it constantly pings uh, various sites that we give it uh, inside. It, it pings all the equipment inside the network um on uh and also um so it pings all all our access points all of our switches all the routers and things all of our servers inside our own network and it also pings a a huge amount of of sites outside both in v6 and on v4 and it keeps history uh, of that um and the thing is the interesting part is it's made up so that you can just glance at the screen and usually things have to be green on the screen if there's something that is not green on a screen or even red that, that calls your attention so that you look at the screen and say, okay, there's something going on there. And then you look at it closely and you start investigating. But the thing is we'd really like to make it in a way that it can run on a screen and people just occasionally glance at it. This is why it also keeps history for a couple of, couple of minutes. Uh, so you can look at it, see, oh, there was something red a minute ago, and uh, what was that? And then so we can start investigating. Um, so yeah, that person does that. Then we have normal tools, smoke ping, we use as well. is also one of the uh, one of the monitoring tools, um, uh, which also pings sites and uh, also notices uh, changes in in behavior. Uh, even small changes so if you ping a site and usually get a response within two milliseconds or for instance our connectivity in berlin was was very good so mm. we could ping google for instance in about uh, 400 microseconds I saw which it. is less than a millisecond I saw it. um um then and some okay so you ping google at usually below a market mic- uh, below a millisecond and all of a sudden it takes like two milliseconds to ping google yep and that goes back to get back to what it was before you could you notice these things using smoke ping um and then we have a system where we use uh, raspberry Pis. we had actually two two different systems based on raspberry Pis that we bring out uh into the conference rooms and in other places of the hotel that act as remote probes so that people from the knock could do that either manually or in an automated fashion um, use those users Raspberry Pis to uh, to have them pretend to be normal users so they log on to the network, they try to use the network, they try to reach various websites um, and they record A if they succeed and B in what time they succeed.
0: Could you could you um, remember so me they, to, they, ask, they to ask two, tw- two questions um, after you finished because I have two minutes, definitely okay. two
1: so what else do we have on screen? Um, it's the bees, the, the Raspberry Pis, the, yeah, that's, that's pretty much. And these things there, there's different screens that rotate. So, uh, you, and they're all set up in a way that you don't have to stare at them the whole time. You just look at them or sometimes it's graphs. Um, and you, we use the, the human ability to to detect patterns very easily. Mm-hmm. So if you if you look at, at traffic graphs, or for instance, this is stuff that I care for, the external links, I, I u- usually know how these how these things look.
0: But but yeah, um, but you I know also that have
1: depending the... on time of day and you know breaks and everything, okay, there is a break now and that's uh, okay. So that looks I like see more traffic bit. here yeah. and all that. And y- um you very easily recognize this way if you just if you just occasionally glance at those screens that okay this does this doesn't look uh or this looks unusual to me i had some, something uh, weird uh, was, about it and then then you go into the details yeah. but the details we don't show them on a screen because you can't see them anyway but i was there they, they i was there when
0: when um in the middle of the meeting or uh, when it when, uh, far uh, far far away from tear down there was um something where the screen turned Red <laughs> on the most of. Them. Oh, there was
1: a red X on it. Yeah, yeah there
0: was a, r- a red X on it, and uh, someone, someone in the knock, uh, suddenly uh, said with a loud voice, "Okay, guys, that doesn't supposed to be looked like." Yeah, that, that was
1: me. That is me. That, that was me at that time that you were there. Yeah. Uh, okay. And uh, I, yeah, and I, f- it, I, I could see, I couldn't see the reason for it, but I could see that there was a problem there is
0: in a the problem. Now go and on. I,
1: and I called yeah, and I called the guys from the from the team that take care of the wireless network, uh, That 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 this this small sub team within the knock mm-hmm. uh who was sitting with their back to the screen. I said, Hey guys, um, there is something wrong here. They would you like to have a look at that? And yep. they went into let's say, Oh, okay, we have a power loss in that conference room. Yep. So some of the APs went off the air.
0: And uh, at at one time I I, yeah. I was in a conference room and uh Figured out that uh, the internet wasn't going so well, <laughs> and um I posted uh, some some um some speed test to you, and uh, we figured out uh, what the problem was. And the problem was the internet Wi Fi, uh, the 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 hotel, Wi-Fi, the hotel Wi Fi. Sorry, the yeah. hotel the hotel Wi Fi. That's that's, uh, that's <clears throat> uh very very interesting because as um, it was the biggest the biggest room think so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and um i sat uh, right uh in the back because um, there there was no free 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 chair for me to sit so i uh stood at the, at the back of the room and um i uh put on the wi-fi scanner after you told me that um there is uh the problem with the interference of the um hotel network and um you put uh, so we, now we get into technical details, but um most of the uh, the access points who were there um were on the same channel you had you had a, a channel overlay
1: on, yeah on the same the same channel that's but actually that's... the reason why we why we bring our own access points and at the same time we 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 ask the hotel to turn off theirs in in the places where we bring our own. Certainly not the guest rooms, but in the conference rooms, uh, which are exclusively for use by the ATF at that time that we have them. Yeah. Um, we asked the hotel to turn off theirs. The reason basically is, is that, uh, okay. How do I say this without, (laughs) without sounding, sounding too Too bad? Yeah. uh, The problem is that, um, the companies who do that, they don't do it nicely they do it so in a way so they hang their access points they it's more of some bleh. arbitrary channel yeah they pick some arbitrary channel they crank up the power because they think the more power the better the access ah, works okay okay stupid. it's
0: it's the high
1: and they they uh, just put this thing and then they sit there while they install it they're alone in a room right they have yeah, the yeah, whole room course. by themselves they install it they bring it up bring it up some channels uh, crank up the power really high then they whip out their phones say okay oh, can, can get to facebook everything's cool and they leave yeah they don't they don't tune the network and the problem is that um usually again we asked them to turn it off and we did this time but the there was a problem that they had uh the hotel and the hotel guy that we asked to turn it off he thought he had turned it off because he was uh, clicking around in his controller and said okay turn this off controller said yep they're off but we never bothered to check which was a mistake. That's one of the things that we learned here uh, in Berlin. Okay. That we put again on our test. That we say, okay, not only we ask them to turn it off, but we also once they say they turn it off, we check it again, which we didn't. And only uh, since you comp- you complained about uh, bad performance in that particular room, and we I was sitting, it I was saw, sitting, oh, the whole things are still on. Sorry, it. Yeah. I was yeah? sitting
0: literally three or four meters away from the next IETF uh, or, or your, your uh, access point. I was literally sitting three, th- perhaps three meters. But
1: right above your head, right above your head. I
0: didn't see it. Also,
1: only three or four meters I where the hotel access yeah. point, with there- it's power cranked up high, which was just yelling at you all the time on the same channel. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, this so this 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 happens, and these things. This is the stuff that we debug during the meeting. I mean, there's some things that you only. I find- have you
0: debugging. Cool.
1: Oh yeah, thank you. Um, um <laughs> there, there, are some things that, that you can't test in advance. Yeah, uh, well, for instance, well. effects on the network that are caused by having 1400 people with both a phone and a laptop and a pet or whatever. And it so was really, like 3000 really plus devices on your network. It behaves differently than if you're there was alone. so
0: amazing alone. to see that my, that my iPad already, uh, still was locked on uh, in another access point a few meters away. Um, and my iPhone was in uh, particular that access point, which was disturbed uh, uh, by the other one, and I had with me with the iPad, I had uh, 150 megabyte per second, up and down, mm-hmm. uh, while I had uh, with my iPhone, yeah, that that is okay.
1: Not megabyte, megabyte per second would have megabit, meant that we fit more than a gigabit into the megabits.
0: Megabits mm-hmm. per second. Sorry, I, I <laughs> thought I saw, uh, uh, I said that. <laughs> So uh, okay, it was uh, one hundred fifty megabit per second, and with um, the iPhone I had, uh, perhaps one. <laughs> and it was yeah, and that was uh, so so disturbing. So um, we had a nice uh, discussion. via... why?
1: There's also one thing. If we talk about wireless in that meeting, uh, for, very for very good reasons for very good reasons. Um, when we deploy our own access points we don't put them on a ceiling. We put them either at the wall, but not very high, mm-hmm. or what we do in the big rooms, we put them under the chairs of the I of saw
0: the that. Yes, indeed.
1: The reason for that is that um, uh, the room behaves differently if it's empty or if you have 1,400 uh, sacks of water.
0: <laughs> the water um, thing, yeah.
1: So um, what we do is you want to have if you're alone in the, in the, in a large meeting room that has like 20 access points, you really don't care. If you're alone in there or if even there is two dozen people in the room, you don't really don't care. You don't care if your phone talks to the next access point or to the one across the hall or whatever. You really, really don't care. But if the room is full, if you have again 1,400 people, each of them bringing their phone and a laptop and a pad and whatever, mm-hmm. then you wanna you wanna make sure that not all of them talk to the same access point. Yeah, because an, a, a normal access point could could handle like 70, 80, maybe 100 users at the same time. Some of them you can you can squeeze them. But you don't wanna to have an access well. point
0: uh, handle more users uh, more than 100 users uh yeah
1: you don't want to have an access this is why in that in a large room where we where we have like 1400 people bringing multiple devices this is why we have like 2025 access points in that room so that we can have the ratio of of 100 uh maximum 100 uh uh devices per access point um so, in order to accomplish that, uh, we have to make sure that there is no overreach of the cells, so that the access points uh, are not using much power, but they're using less power. So um, um, it only talks to people that are next to it or close to it. Um, there is actually we could have a completely separate episode about design of these things, but Please, just to give you because, give, because give you I'm give you the general ball pack here.
0: I'm just I'm just so close before asking a question about.
1: You still have two other questions. I now. have yeah. three other questions um, now. Okay. Um, so this, um, uh, in order to accomplish that, uh, you have to make sure that you don't have access points overreaching. If we hang them on the ceiling, uh, then it's very easy that your phone might talk to an access point across the whole room on the other side of the room. And uh, like I said, we don't want to have that. Um, if we put them under the chairs and the room is empty, it still wouldn't make a difference. You you we could still talk to an access point on the other side of the room. But if there are uh, sacks of water sitting, human beings mm-hmm. sitting on those chairs, they put up a natural dampening field. Um, so the more people are in the room, the smaller the cells that are generated by the access points actually get. And this uh, this way we accomplish uh, this setting, which is called a high density wireless network, mm. which means that we have a lot of people. Or not people, people actually. We don't care. It's it's devices. We care about the people in terms of sex of water, so being dampening fields uh, around the exit point. But uh, in total, technically, we care about the devices. So um, uh, if you have a high number of devices on a very small in a very small space you want to make sure that you uh, distribute them evenly as po- as evenly as possible over all access ex- access points in a room and so in order to accomplish that we uh, we tell the hotel usually to turn things off and they thought they had turned it off but it wasn't turned off so these these things were interfering with the, with our setup a lot uh on some frequencies and um, yeah, so these are things that we even debug and test during the meeting. And I also had something on my end, uh, my end. Again, it, we're a team. Every, every, it's, it's on, honestly in the team. If worse comes to worse, everybody could do everything. I'm not the only one touching routers. There's a small router group. There's actually four people who regularly touch the routers and do things. Um, um, and, uh, but everyone on the team is skilled enough to to do things on them they usually everybody has his own field of expertise that are things that you that you that you care about most or that that are your your responsibility but um everybody in the team could do anything so i could log onto the wireless controller and i could change the wireless configuration um so i have the credentials for that i have the passwords for that so as have the wireless people have access to the routers to do things we you usually just don't mentioned do this the because the wireless we're there.
0: controller you know where Mike.
1: Oh, yeah. Third question
0: is, but, um, yeah. Okay.
1: Anyway, so that said, um, I found, I found a problem in one of the routers, uh, a problem that has to do with big routing tables again and as very small amount of packet loss, which was hardly able to, which we were hardly able to detect, but we did detect it and it had to do with the number of people in the meeting space. So of course we investigate those things during the meeting because we can't debug these things without the meeting or without the people. So these are things that that we actually touch during during the uh, during the uh, the active meeting but usually we don't make major changes. Uh, we plan for changes for instance we're now planning to change our addressing scheme for for uh, Seoul and uh, the arrangement of networks and things and number assignments, blah, blah, blah. And so we have a lot, lot of things that we're going to change, and we're going to do that while the system is in Portland, mm. and we're all not in Portland. So we am going to change it remotely and test it remotely, and then we try it out in, in, in Seoul. But, um, yeah, but coming back to the timeline during the meeting, not very many changes happen.
0: By the way, it's incredible to see people... Thinking in the knock about the future um, changes you will do for the next meeting. Because it was so incredible to see someone standing in the middle of the network operation center and thinking, just listening, him thinking. That was incredible for me.
1: You know, yeah, we have thinkers on the team. You have thinkers,
0: and they, uh, they 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 are thinking loud. They express their yeah. thinkings and
1: weird people. Weird people we are.
0: And it's it <coughs> was. I'm fingerling again. Okay, stop me.
1: <laughs>
0: it was incredible. Yes, yes. It was incredible.
1: So now, now I grant you one of your one of your three questions.
0: Yes. <laughs> One of my three questions. You uh, y- you asked me to ask them, or you know yeah, what I want to ask? Yeah, please go ahead. Okay, you talked about the controllers. Yes. Yes. You uh, Wi-Fi controllers. Is it Wi-Fi controllers in in English?
1: Is it a good thing or is it not? Yeah, Wi-Fi. Controllers. I'm asking. No, uh, I'm asking. Does, I'm asking. Yeah, you you
0: uh, be, that, I, don't, that's, I don't. I don't. I don't like
1: to use the the term Wi-Fi much. It's a VLAN. <laughs> it's a wireless LAN.
0: It's a wireless LAN.
1: The reason the reason is Wi-Fi Wi-Fi is, it, is not is it, the same as wireless LAN. Is
0: it is it uh not um um uh, is it a trademark? Wi-Fi is a trademark, right? Is it?
1: It is an. Ind- it is an industrial consortium. Yeah. So it's not a standardization body, it's an industrial consortium which also make their own standards and they make uh, additions and addition- weird or, standards. Uh, additional additional specifications. Just name and-
0: just name the weird standards no no not really no okay not
1: necessarily but um they have they have different objectives so they have they come from the they also have a a large part of that is marketing so that uh, if you're part of the wi-fi alliance this industry consortium oh then you have to you have to do certain things you have to pay certain monies and blah 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 and be part of this and that and uh support this and that standard okay
0: it's another thing
1: and there are many so it's a it's either a super or a subset of what what uh, the wireless LAN standard okay. provides. We
0: are in the wireless many, LAN m- standard.
1: We using we using wireless LAN according to IEEE standards, <laughs> and IEEE. we don't we don't put I, we don't put. There's a number of things like, for instance, WPS. Look it up, Wi-Fi protected services.
0: Mm. WPS, WPS. I want to look it up right now, but um... look it
1: up is that for instance, that's, uh, that's something that we don't touch. It is certainly part of the whole Wi Fi thing, but it's something that we don't touch. Mm -hmm. uh, Because it's not for us. It's, uh, you know, wireless LAN is used both in a home setup where people have their own plastic router. Uh, sitting on a dsl line and if they're lonely then it's uh, their own their their own laptop maybe their phone that's talking to the network I versus us which built motor. a big network for 1400 people yep that is using similar technology but certainly not the same technology
0: mm-hmm. but you're using okay wireless lan controllers Set-
1: wi-fi put pro- uh, wireless protected setup
0: wireless printer that's it okay
1: yeah it's it's the thing where you, where you press a button on your router and then you oh that, your wireless that thing printer. oh they find each other oh and,
0: oh okay yeah. it works but I don't like it because I don't know what it's doing um yeah okay
1: look it up it's not too bad for people at home and things and yeah, certainly that had yeah, tons of security yeah, flaws in first years blah, blah, blah. things no, as power line has nothing to do with WPS. But it's, but, um, but,
0: it's, but it's also the button thing you, p- press yeah, it's on. similar,
1: similar thing. Yeah. So, or with decked phones or whatever. Um, yeah. So, but this is nothing that we do on our network. And yep. it's also, I mean, you have to, you have to understand we came when initially when we talked about, you asked about public, public IP, public IP before addresses and stuff like that. There's, <clears throat> there's, there's different ways that you can build a big, wireless LAN network, um, mm-hmm. uh, there's actually just two major ways that you do.
0: And you, you could either you, say, okay, you, I'm you, building you, you build two kinds of, as you, no. you do.
1: Well, yes, in a way we do. Okay. The two kinds are, um, you can either build a big land party with or without wires. Mm-hmm. So you say, okay, hey, this is a big land, and you can talk to each other, and you can pl- all plug in your servers and talk m- and do uh, among each other. And by the way, this thing is also connected to the internet. <laughs> um, or you can say, okay, I build a I build a wireless network, and its sole pres- its sole objective is to to give people access to the internet.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That makes a big difference. Um, so normal hotel networks are of the second kind. Hotel, normal hotel networks or uh, hotels in lounges or in trains for that matter
0: no yeah, trains really
1: okay. they are yeah they're they're um um they're only set up to provide the individual logging onto the network yep. to provide access to the internet yep. they're not meant people on, on those networks it's not are a LAN party to, it's not a LAN party
0: it shouldn't be a LAN party
1: mm-hmm. So, and there's, there's not so many networks which do the LAN party approach, uh, which has, at has the same a big camp, impact. Yeah. For instance, the, uh, the, the CAS communication club at the Congress and at the camp, uh, or EMF they camp. Do. And those guys, they do a big LAN party thing, which mm-hmm. also happens to be connected to the internet. Uh, um, and that's, that doesn't happen accidentally. It's fully meant to, to, to work that way. Yep. And so does the ITF. The ITF is also of the first kind. It's a big LAN party. exception of the guest rooms. <laughs> We try to make the guest rooms um, part of the lawn party mm-hmm. uh, for if, various uh, reasons. We uh,
0: it's, we cannot, it's okay, nec- that,
1: we cannot necessarily do it in the same they're, way. Yeah,
0: that kind of uh, that kind of imagine uh, b- uh, why? why. May 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 I have a um, sure? Yeah, because um, if you if you're just putting in another SSID on the access point, um, then the access point has uh, still the same configuration. Like it has before, and if you are in a hotel network and uh, with a with a with another ISP from the outside or something, um, you don't want a LAN party, yeah. So you right. uh, you do the check mark in the GUI of the <laughs> of the access point to, uh, to implement that some
1: client isolation,
0: client isolation. Exactly. And if you just put another SSID, uh, I don't think that the most
1: it depends, it depends on the, on the equipment.
0: Yeah. It depends on the equipment, some equipment and, and, can and, do it on the configuration level. So yeah. if you, if you're able to, 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 to do another configuration for the for, for this uh, um, SSID, then for the other, then uh, it might be fine. But uh, normally you won't do that. So you just put the other uh, SSID on the access point and you still have the client isolation checkmark on. So um, the client isolation checkmark uh, means you are. Hence,
1: like I said, yeah. some equipment allows you to do yeah. s- to set yeah. these parameters yeah. per SSID. Yeah. Some other equipment does not, where it's a central thing, central configuration parameter of the whole access point. And then, of course, since we're only guests in their network and they still using their normal hotel network. By the way, our network is open to everybody in the hotel. So not only ITF people. Everybody can see it. So normal guests, if there are still normal guests in the hotel. uh, They they, can use the open legacy. They can use
0: Legacy Legacy,
1: legacy things. No, no, no. ITF-hotel. IT in the guest rooms. They usually normally ah, guests okay. don't show up ah, in our, uh, in our uh, conference okay. area, but uh, yeah, they yeah, show up yeah. in their I, own guest room.
0: Yeah, but so, I wasn't um, in the guest room, so... They see I ITF, they yeah. should tell.
1: Okay. Yeah. And sometimes it's kind of cool because... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: little side story for me buenos aires uh like i said uh it was the longest flight that lufthansa has and i flew directly from Luf- frankfurt to buenos aires
0: With what, uh, on lufthansa oh, but, but, yeah and it turned out it
1: turned out that the lufthansa crew was staying at the same hotel as us.
0: no really cool
1: and um, <clears throat> so the people that i had already talked to on the plane i met back in the hotel and uh, they were complaining. uh It's fairly interesting. Uh, there's there's kind of like a two class citizenship within those big airline things. Mm-hmm. So you have the pilots and co-pilots and and purser's and whatnot, and then you have the normal flight attendants. Yeah. And the pilots get if 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 the hotel if the hotel charges for 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 wireless. Yeah. Then as far as I understood, the Lufthansa guys, the the pilots get get the free Wi-Fi from the hotel. Whereas the flight attendants usually have to buy it from the hotel, it's oh. not part of their part of their deal. Okay, but this time it was kind of cool, so I just said, "Okay, guys, nice to see you here. So be here for two days, and uh, by that I'll have put up my hotel network and I'll give you a hint: there is a network, a new network here, ITF hotel.
0: You should know um, that,
1: which you could use, and it's free of charge, and it's better better than a normal hotel network anyway. <laughs>
0: and the pilots they the like that
1: they. They pass that, they pass that on. So the crews meet because they, for the those uh, those long, long distance things, there's always in Buenos, in Buenos Aires, there were always, always three complete crews staying at the hotel. Okay. The one, the run arriving at the hotel, mm-hmm. the one, um, uh, leaving the hotel mm-hmm. on the same afternoon mm-hmm. and the one that have the day stay over because they, they don't, they don't fly in, yeah. take a night, yeah. uh, night sleep and then fly back home. They, they stay for two nights. <clears throat> so you always had three crews and they, of course, they know each other. They meet each other in the lobby or they do some things together or what sometimes. So, uh, once I told the first crew, the, the word spread and, uh, even, even to the last crew, crew, which I flew home with, uh, they had this, they had this network. And, uh, <laughs> they knew the network. Uh, they used it. They used it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so it's, yeah, the network that we put in there is, is, it's open. It's free. There is only one exceptions that we ever did. To that which was Beijing um because mm-hmm. you know open internet in some countries is a bit of a problem mm-hmm. politically mm-hmm. and uh there was there was kind of a dispute between the atf and Chinese uh, officials mm-hmm. where the atf said no we want open internet yeah. we don't want firewalled internet and blah blah, blah. Uh, otherwise we cannot come to Beijing because we have people from all over the place which need to work and we can't just have you interfere with our network traffic and the chinese reluctantly but they agreed they say okay yeah we give you unfiltered internet
2: mm-hmm.
1: but um you cannot have that open you have to put a password on it so that only itf uh, uh attendees could use it
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: but other than that um is uh, everywhere we go we put up our normal network and it's open it's open for everybody to come by uh well it's I don't think actually people are going to come to the venue just to use the net but other people that happen Oh the you had a Pokestop. stop you know
0: that there was a Pokestop. stop uh. oh.
1: <laughs> Rats actually actually i i sometimes <laughs> i felt i had a, I had a poke stop on my laptop because i had other people
0: <laughs> uh, you know coming that by I...
1: into the knock into the knock and then throwing virtual balls at my laptop.
0: now I it uh, was
1: very annoying
0: you, seriously it was worse when i was there because you had a pokemon just sitting on your stomach
1: no, it was my laptop. Alice was throwing balls at my laptop. Yeah,
0: Alice, Alice, anyway. and, Alice and Alice and I were, were, were the Pokemon playing uh, guys, and but you had uh, you you were you were luring Pokemon. You know that <laughs> your laptop and you do. So I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: Anyway. So, yeah, is luring Pokemon. A, so I have to. I have really, really have to ch- uh, think. Uh, have to talk to the team about that open network thing. If that happens again. I don't know. Do, do you know if 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 that uh, Poke or Pokemon Go thing is is available in Korea yet? I don't know. I really, I really, I w- we're not fil- like I said, we're not filtering our network. But yeah. that may be a good reason to start. So at least that. <laughs> oh that- seriously. That-, that in the knock we don't have we don't have the shit going on like that. So I, uh, jump sorry that with their- that, with their- that-, with their- that with their mobile phone, this is is not like. Whoa. But there
0: so. is, uh, I'm sorry, but that's an, uh, how many access points do you have in knock? There's one. There one?
1: No, there's, there's the out-of-band one, the first one that I described, and the first and the last one. And then of the regular access points, no, we had three or four in NOC.
0: Yeah, but but n- not, not everyone is reachable for everyone.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. So. Oh, yes. Yes, they are. Yeah, well, except for the testing one. But um, um, the other the other three are are available to everyone. There was. they just they have the same contribution as but all the, the Pokemon other Pokemon thing out, doesn't out the use
0: so much bandwidth. And uh, sorry the. It's not a bandwidth thing. It's the
1: annoying thing that people jump around while <laughs> right, trying to work. <laughs> no sorry the and Aim the virtual balls I, at, you, at I, your I, stomach or, or your laptop or whatever. and <laughs> like,
0: the Pokestop. The Pokestop sorry, the Pokestop was um, the the um, hmm. the entrance. The entrance was the Pokestop. The entrance of the hotel. Not. I don't
1: even know what a poker stop is. It's just annoying that people flock together at those places.
0: No they don't. Uh, sorry, Alice is a part of your of your knock team, and
1: so it doesn't. I never <laughs> said that that we only have sane people on a knock team.
0: <clears throat> okay. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> people within their right minds. We have lots of funny and, and different <laughs> and Pokemon complicated doesn't fit. people on, on the knock team. I can tell you that. And I but don't exclude Pokemon myself.
0: Pokemon is way over the top. I understand that. I, um, but um, just just for the audience, um, there was a poker stop And uh, even if ITF guys don't, yeah, I, the IETF chair, Jerry Arco, I was told that, that he did some Pokemon things in the, um, while ITF meeting, but, um, the, the hotel, um, itself, the, the entrance was a Pokestop stop. So, um, and the ITF people, some, some of them, I'm sure they did, um, put uh, some of the lure things on the hotel entrance. So you can, you could see how many Pokemon go Place you have there because they are all uh, somehow sitting outside. And, um, yeah, Clemens is, uh, um, yeah, I <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> go to back to the topic and ask one of my questions.
1: <clears throat> yes. Next question.
0: The first, yeah, well,
1: uh, but wireless line control. You would,
0: yeah, about I was control. asking about, about how you, you use controllers. And that's why I asked the question, uh, a few, a few hours ago, um, about handovers. So you use controllers, VLAN, why, nee, wireless LAN controllers to, 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 to name it that way. Um, wireless LAN controllers, you use them and they were part of the network. And I know that you don't use wireless LAN controllers on the networks you do for other big, um, uh,
1: well, I I do, I do. But, but there are different kinds of wireless line controllers.
0: You don't you don't you <coughs> don't use them for 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 Republika, for example.
1: Oh, we did this year.
0: <gasps> Seriously? Uh, you mm-hmm. didn't tell me that. Yeah,
1: but but again, there are different types um the one that we okay perhaps this, this perhaps, is really really we're now we're now about three three hours into that podcast and this and this warrants it's the whole wireless thing warrants its own part let me let me try to give you the shortest possible answer and, and
0: but, but perhaps <coughs> just before just say well wi-fi no, wireless LAN controller what it is just a short introduce of oh, that. yeah thing. it's
1: you can't put that into a simple thing, because there are different kinds of them. Oh. Anyway, uh, what they do is, if you have if you have more than one access point, or more than just a few access mm-hmm. points, it becomes really tedious to con- configure them all, especially when you do changes. Um, <clears throat> and so configuring a couple of hundred access points uh, that may be out there. Actually, in Berlin, we didn't have that many. We only, I think, had this time. Let's see. Um, it was in the stats. Da, 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 da. How many? Sixty-four. We only deployed sixty-four at this time. But
0: in the whole hotel,
1: except for the guest rooms, because we're using the hotel m- much of the hotel stuff as well. But uh, in the, in the meeting rooms, we deployed. But still, see, it's just sixty-four access points. Okay. So you configure them manually is a very tedious task, and uh, it also, in terms of traffic engineering, so where the traffic goes from the antenna through the wires back into the routers and things. So all of this is part of the whole thing. And <clears throat> uh, there's different types of, of controllers. Some of the controllers, like the one that we use at Republica, they only help you to configure um, uh, the devices. So you have a central point where you configure all of the devices. Um, others, they actually do carry traffic. So there's, there's a model way it's sometimes, or not sometimes, most of the times called lightweight APs. Mm-hmm. So the access points are, are pretty dumb. They don't make any, any big decisions. They basically only relay things that they receive on the antenna through, uh, and through a tunnel protocol into the wireless LAN controller. The wireless LAN controller handles all the traffic, handles all the, all the communications with the devices, the associations, the de-associations, the authentication mechanisms that are in there, it's all done on the, in the controller and the access points are just just basically remote radio. If
0: we're talking about a wireless LAN controller, mm-hmm. we are just talking about okay. There is one device moving from one access point to another, and we mm-hmm. do a similar thing, um, like we do um on mobile networks in the outside from from. Mm-hmm. No, we don't. Okay
1: completely different um
0: we have to talk completely about different
1: that. because yeah we have in another to, in another session yeah but yes it, it, but um, we have to just just to give you a basic thing it's, in it's
0: another way around because because there you just t- yeah i know i know what you mean i know what you mean on the technical side but yeah the but thing is okay it me, feels the same way, that way.
1: <clears throat> the wireless networks the wireless LAN networks they're they're ha- were designed where there's only in the specifications, you only see there is an access point mm-hmm. and there is a client.
0: Mm-hmm. Nothing else. It doesn't
1: mention it doesn't mention controllers and things yeah. uh, in the standards. Yeah. So that at least the client isn't aware of a controller. Mm-hmm. The client doesn't know. The client just talks f- in a standardized way to an access point. Mm-hmm. And if that access point is smart by itself, or if it's just dumb dumb remote radio which is then controlled by a controller, the client doesn't notice or doesn't see. Mm-hmm. Um, in a wire in a mobile network, it's part of the design. So the uh, the there is multiple things. There is an, if you go to the normal GSM work, there is an MSC and there is a there's a, there's a BSC. And especially for the radio network, the BSC, the base station controller, is is a designed part of the network. Yep. So it's sometimes the client knows. Okay, here's something that the BSC does. I'm talking to a BSC here. Or does BC the client know that? No. <clears throat> yes. He knows that. There's actually there's actually it knows uh, in a in a mobile in a mobile network a client uh, 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 mobile device uh, it interacts with the network, but it was not per, only de- by, per by passing data per
0: design per design it is yes, per, per, design per design that way mm-hmm. and not uh, and, and wireless isn't designed that way.
1: For instance. Yeah yeah a big thing is since you're asking for the handover thing like what do you do if a device with an with an ongoing connection moves between mm-hmm. between base stations and i explicitly explicit to say base stations now because it's a cells, neutral thing
0: cells if you want
1: it's i, I didn't say access point but it, it's radios that just say radio okay could say it could, could be an access good. point or could be in a mobile yeah. network so in a mobile network, um, a device um, sees not only its its base station that it's talking to, mm-hmm. it sees also neighbors. And it tells the one that it is associated with, it says, hey, by the way, I'm seeing your friends this and this and this, and with this and this cell number and so on. And then the, the base station controller collects this data and then at some point decides, say, okay, now you seem to be closer to the next cell. So please at the next time mark, hmm. Uh we all switch over to the new cell. So you have a, a handover procedure is part of the standard. And it was ever from the beginning. Have you have you- in wireless in the wireless networks things there there are only very recent standards uh which not very many devices implement yet that accommodate for that. It was usually only that okay, you have a base station, which is your access point, and you have you have your client, which is yeah, the wireless clan client. And <clears throat> there's, there's no way that, uh, the client says, yeah, I'm, but hello, access point. I'm seeing your brothers and I see them with this and this, uh, single strength. And uh, should I move over or something? Because the client always, o- always only talks to one access point. And the only thing that the access point can do is it can shoo a client away by saying, okay, uh, please go. I dis, I disassociate you. Uh, please go somewhere else. Um But it, you can't say, but please go there. So an exit point can, uh, if you have three of them and you're currently associated to the middle one and you're moving towards the left one, it's the, the access point in the middle can't say to the device, uh please log off from me and talk to the guy on my left. Um And so you, you can't really control things. Whereas in mobile networks, mm. the network is very aware where you are. The device is very aware that there's only, there's not only one base station. And they communicate and they, they negotiate a handover. Yep. And that's, that's not how it, how it works in the wireless networks.
0: Uh, perhaps it's a
1: very complicated thing. If you look at things and look at news <laughs> standards. and perhaps,
0: things. perhaps, um, if you, if you, if you recommend that, that I, um, might have a talk for in, 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 uh, in the request for comments podcast with Tobias Engel about that thing or, 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 or because the 10
1: I mean GSM network setup,
0: and um, not only GSM, but uh, LTE is the same thing. It's.
1: Uh, oh no no no! LTE is not the same as GSM. No no. No. B G G is okay. very close. Okay. but LTE is not. Sorry. Is, sorry. Again, a completely different thing.
0: Yes. Yeah. And okay. Sorry. I <laughs> mixed things up, but uh, yeah, it is. But you have a handover. I agree. Yeah.
1: You have defined handover procedures. You have defined
0: handover procedures. And and the
1: original, the 802.11 IEEE standards that are the foundation for the whole wireless thing, Mm. uh, they don't,
0: they don't have that. There
1: is, there are very, there are very recent. Uh, additions to it and new amendments and trying to people are trying to push new things because they have figured out oh there's a problem we have way more wireless land networks now on this planet than do we have than we have mobile networks and they're getting fuller and the bandwidth is getting higher and we need to have things like oh and things are getting
0: getting getting uh faster so i know oh, yeah. i know that uh faster f- no m- high more high speed <laughs> so to say
1: they're getting faster, faster <laughs> every year yeah.
0: more high speed uh,
1: speaking of which so we have an 802.11ac yeah. uh, network without with our, uh, that's that's one of the one of the uh, uh, wireless LAN networks that we provide um so on five gigahertz you can use ac if you have an ac capable device and you can get into the multi 100 meg so i think the fastest that i measured uh was uh, uh close to 300 megabits
0: seriously where
1: from my iphone from my iphone no please. yeah sure yeah sure
0: why doesn't why my iphone we have the same iphone
1: Hmm. But Yours was broken. We established that during Republica, but um, mine, I can, mine is broken. I can,
0: but the long, I, I'm, I'm I don't. I'm not. Know. Yeah, I know. It's broken. I can
1: show you. I can. Uh, I sh- I showed you that, uh, Yeah, the I saw that. I showed you 200 plus.
0: Yeah, on the access point. Even in
1: my hotel room was, in Berlin yeah. for the ITF meeting, I had 200 plus megabits. So it's, and I never measured
0: more than 150, and my iPhone is broken.
1: Yeah, or you didn't buy the speed license,
0: which. I did.
1: Anyway, the whole wireless LAN controller—it's—it's it's, it's, the whole. It's a, again it's, the design. A we had that when thing. we talked about the uh, why we put uh, access points uh, under the chairs and things. It's a—it's a very. Co- it's uh, like as it really warrants an episode on its own if we want to talk about <laughs> wireless network design. If you, um, <clears throat> if
0: you, you need more time to talk to me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, but I can't. I only have a limited set of words. Yeah, People don't think that when they hear me talking all the time, but that's only so much I can say per time. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> anyway, um so wireless line controllers, uh, we have only introduced them in full operation at this meeting. But you did it. Did we? No. Oh Buenos Aires.
0: Buenos Aires.
1: Buenos aires it. was the first one that we did. First time. But uh, this time this time we did uh, full speed and everything only on a wireless line controller. And it worked perfectly. Sorry, it perfectly. Oh yeah. Yeah. It worked very, very good. But it took a long time. We had those, those controllers for a long time. And, uh, every time we tried something little, then we failed with them (laughs) because we found, (laughs) we found tons of bugs in them.
0: And then we said, uh, said,
1: okay, we can't use it. And then, uh, our Cisco guy went back to his guys at home said, "Uh, okay, nice try. Let's fix that bug and do that again. Um, we had, the thing is that because all the all the intelligence of a of a wireless network is, is in especially control- in the Cisco design is in the controller. Yeah. If you have a bug in that thing, it affects everyone. Yep. Everyone.
0: Yep.
1: Uh, whereas when we had uh, standalone or what we centralized. call autonomous it's a, APs, it's
0: a centralized design.
1: Yeah. Yeah, then we ha- we may have had problems at only at only single access points, which we could then exchange or reboot or whatever. But if if a wireless LAN controller-based network, the controller goes away, okay, we had two of them, we had a redundant set.
0: Hopefully, yeah. But
1: um, <laughs> if that if that goes away, your entire network goes down. What does the other? We found the funny ad- bugs. What does
0: the other? Con- we found
1: really funny bugs. What does the other? Con- For instance. Yeah. We have uh, we t- we talked about that IPv6 only network. Yeah. That we have. Uh in previous versions of software we couldn't reachable? have that.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but uh, in previous versions of software we couldn't we couldn't people couldn't use that. Okay. Why? We found out that the wireless land controller was trying to be smart. So he <laughs> looked at he looks he looks at traffic and sees, Oh, I have a device that's associated with me which doesn't have an IPv4 address.
2: I give it there all. must be
1: clearly something wrong with the uh, with the <laughs> device. They're <so I'm> gonna <laughs> kick it off the network. Seriously. <laughs> better. And we're like, okay. What the fuck? Even better. It was 2015, just last year that it happened. And we're like, what the hell? I mean, don't, come on. Don't. You're going to have IPv6 <laughs> on the network soon. <laughs> and you bring up a wireless LAN controller which kicks off devices which don't have IPv4 address. Was... Hello. <laughs>
0: <coughs> it doesn't we had want tons even one. Yeah, it doesn't want even uh, an IPv4 address. Don't kick it out. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So yeah, it took took a long time to get ready. And the, then again, these things are not especially; they're not designed for these high density setups. They may be now because there is more more events, there is more people doing high density setups than than uh, than just us or the CCC. But um, uh, initially, when those things were built, they were built for corporate networks. So you have the corporate admin who is too lazy to configure his five hundred access points uh, uh, across yeah. uh, half half of the, half the, the whole, uh, or the whole company. Um, and so they just, uh, they, they make it easy for them. So configure things and blah, blah, blah. And then you have like a dozen people per access point and they don't move. They sit at their desks with their laptops. Yeah. And so this was the initial design of these things. This is what they were made for. And they did that for a long time. So when people ask me why don't you use why didn't you use wireless LAN controls before, I use them in my company all the time, and they're, they're working great. I hear that all the time. And go like, yeah, but you're not running an event where you have uh, two and a half or three thousand devices in one room on twenty five access points. And uh, if you try to do that, and if you try to do things like using IPv six, haha, then you see that weird things happen on these things. And only like I said, as of as of this year. We started using wireless LAN controller successfully uh, throughout the whole meeting in a big setup even for the plenary and everything and that worked that worked really nice uh, I have to say that but again it wasn't like uh, that we haven't tried that before and so it's been a couple of years that we've been messing around with it
0: would you, would you do that um, um with nah for you for you you will you alone? Oh, sorry, I have a hiccup. <laughs> would you, um, <laughs> would you alone do 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 a network setup with a wireless con- a wireless LAN controller. Would you, would you do that at the moment? For for, for-
1: Depends on which one. There's different companies, different types. Um, also, I mean, the wireless LAN controller thing. It's usually it's not very cheap. The things that we used, they were a donation from Cisco, but if we were to buy them, we would have had to pay a larger five digit number in US dollars for the devices only for the controllers, not to okay. mention, not a single AP, the controllers and the license to operate a large number of access points and then have the redundant pair that we have. If we had to buy that, I'd say $60,000, maybe more. Um, just for them. And so it's not a cheap thing. It's not nothing that you can easily say, oh, okay, i just I can go, go to the next radio RadioShack and buy myself a wireless LAN controller. Okay. And then again, there are, there are other companies which where the controller function is just a piece of software you, that you can download and get for free and you just buy the hardware of the access point. So there's, um, there's different strategies from the different companies.
0: Okay, I understand. Um, next question. Yeah, I have two left.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: how many a uh access po- oh i have it i have a no nah, nah, no not the 64 you brought in total
1: including the hotel ones yep. i don't know for this one i don't know i really forgot to ask the guy and he uh, in the hotel he fell sick um after he done the, the last configuration for us i don't know if it was because he had to do configuration for us but now he was really sick and um, so I don't actually know how many we had in the hotel
0: room. You know no. that, you and know, roughly
1: how many rooms we have and their ratio, I would say like a hundred, around 150, 160, maybe this, that would be the, the number that would come to mind. But,
0: uh, why, why I'm I asked the there. question is because I heard someone in the knock saying it was more than 300. Could
1: be. Again, different towers, <laughs> oh, different towers. They have the, I could, I, c- I could ask him again. Uh, like I said, we still maintain, uh, 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 connections with the hotel guys, even after we leave, because there is very likely that we're going to come back. And, um, so I can just ask him for you, but not right now, because it's, uh, half past midnight here in Germany. So if I call Patrick <laughs> now, he'd probably shoot me. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but, uh, this is, um, um. Okay uh it could be could sometimes be a very large number mm-hmm. um we have uh, we've been to hotels where each each room has its own access point and then you have um <clears throat> a couple hundred rooms in the uh, um in the hotel mm-hmm. um uh, for instance the one in honolulu the 3000 uh, uh 3000 room thing they had i think access point in in every second room Roughly. So you had uh around fourteen thirteen thirteen to fifteen hundred access points. Not bad. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, third question. Last question. Uh I note. Um Okay, you had uh Atlas probes within your network. Yeah. What did they do and how do you use them?
1: we have them sit there and do the usual things that they do they do something yep. even if you don't specif- specifically specifically instru- instruct them to do something so if you don't give them specific tasks
0: yeah, yeah they they, 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 do, they just do things yeah i know
1: they just do things and then uh we we look at them we look at them especially prior to the meeting because we want to see how our connectivity uh in general looks like mm-hmm. if we can talk to the air force of indonesia through ipv6 <laughs> um <clears throat> Now that that wasn't done for a red prop, but anyway, so stuff like that. Um, so, and they basically do the similar or same things that we do with our own Raspberry Pis where we just set them out and they simulate users. Uh, the only thing is that the red probes, they don't alarm us. They don't send alarms. Um, they just monitor things and they keep history. Of uh, things so if we found something that we could use them say okay how long is it that way oh okay so it's, it's always been that way since but, we've been but here the, so um, we have a bad pink time to the destination but you can whatever.
0: do go to 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 ripe atlas um website uh, and and ask how your probes did do so well oh yeah, yeah.
1: oh yeah so like i said we look at long-term statistics and sometimes uh, I I launched simple tasks like do some DNS tests that was at places where we had trouble with uh, geolocation and DNS reachability and things like that. That also happens sometimes. For instance, um, we had a, we had a problem where in Buenos Aires we couldn't reach one of the root servers. We couldn't reach mroot um, from. You
0: couldn't reach uh, what?
1: mroot. The M, the, the the root name service, and we're gonna have our own series about DNS, right? But uh, <laughs> there's, there's there's thirteen there's thirteen root name servers on this planet, named A through A through K.
0: Yes, I know because uh, that's the question. Uh, that's no, why L I asked for
1: A, a- L M N. You couldn't
0: reach the M.
1: M. We couldn't reach the M. We couldn't reach the M instance that was responsible for us in South America, and there was a problem. Actually, it was uh, pretty embarrassing. Was on the mroot side, but thankfully, the operators of the mroot or one of the operators of the mroot system was at the ITF meeting. So
0: no, don't knock, say, tell me.
1: Hello, Seriously. we can't we can't reach one of your instances. Unfortunately, it's the one that's responsible for this meeting. Oh wow, servers at this meeting. So can you please help could us you debug please? the things?
0: login yep
1: and we found it out and uh, they fixed it (laughs) it and so yeah
0: that's anyway that's why i find it so fangirling incredible
1: so um yeah and uh the right probes they help us do that because they do a long-term view and we found out that was all that wasn't something that changed during the meeting but there was something that was also there from the beginning that we that we got there uh it just we hadn't we hadn't seen it before, I hadn't paid attention to it, which is, by the way, that's one of the lessons that we learned of that, that we make it part of the, part of the dead uh, person ping thing that we're using, mm-hmm. that we ping all the free root, uh, 13 root name servers, um, okay. or their there, there any cast addresses. And so <clears throat> that we see if we can reach them all, both on v6 and v4.
0: Okay. Um, did you know that uh, after uh, the last request for comments is. Episode- episode um that uh we had a whole a whole bunch of applications um submitted to the to the um ripe atlas um project
1: yeah i heard something <laughs> about that that's a good thing
0: yeah i i think so and um one one probe um, found her way to uh van 100 where i'm sitting right now <laughs> so it's uh uh yeah one uh the the ripe atlas project um really really is a good thing you should uh yeah yeah
1: so everyone who does not know it go please to go to the ripe site ripe.net I think they have this r i p. Yeah, that, that, it's, it's and uh, under, under all about it.
0: Me- measurements or projects or something, um, a submenu and, or just listen to the last episode. <laughs> um,
1: which is in German,
0: which is in German. I'm sorry about that. Uh, okay. I could put a link in the, in, 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 in that episode as well to the Rap Atlas okay. project. Yep. So I'm out of question.
1: Almost three and a half hour into it, we finally get to the end of the meeting.
0: You know that we have some breaks uh, in it, so it's not <coughs> almost three and <coughs> a half anyway, hours. But um, the end.
1: The end of the meeting is uh, when people try to go home. I just. And again, it's not as simple as just turning stuff off. Yes, please.
0: Um, I just wanted to say that uh, at your at your time, it's um, half past midnight. Midnight. Thank you for that. Um it's half past midnight and um where I am sitting it's um so good. uh three thirty PM. And um so we're we're not we're we're now tear downing the episode.
1: No 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 first the meeting. Okay. That's a right, I have to say about it, like, <laughs> <laughs> after after the meeting is before the meeting, mm-hmm. we can't just turn things off. Oh, I'm so sorry. Friday Friday of the meeting, Friday afternoon, people go home. At that point, um, we we shrink down the network to a minimum network, which is uh, the scout has a twin brother. Like I said, the scout comes first. It's the first router that's there weeks or months before the meeting. Then the then the ben, other stuff ben shows
0: arrives up. arrives the s- the
1: Juniper show up. When
0: arrives and a second a brother, second yeah. scout
1: router. Yeah. With, with, within the 27 crates, there is also a second scout type router. So the same router is also an Edge Router Pro. Um, which works together with the scout during the meeting and does certain things that we can't do on the MX80s. Yeah. Believe it or not, a 370, uh, dollar, $370, uh, 370 euro router can do some mm-hmm. things, not very many, but it can do some things that the big ass honking Juniper MX80s can't do. Um, I am sure you want to mention those... that. <laughs> They're great. The MX80s are great. I love them. They are great. There is tons they of things. Are but they are great. There are because because of their architecture, there are some of the things they that you, they, they just some can't things, do. Yeah. And once we get into routing and stuff, oh, well, we can talk we about that. We should do that. But anyway, um, it's, it's surprising and I is interesting. One of the talks that I had in Berlin was uh, with uh, one of the I don't want to break here, but was one of the higher ups, Juniper, from the technical mm-hmm. side um in fact was their cto um and, and he 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 asked me so what what are we doing on the scouts and uh, what's what function do we use there that they didn't have on the germans mm-hmm. and uh so they are listening it's not like they're oblivious to of course uh, what they're
0: what are what listening we're doing
1: there. but they were they were, they were in actually interested in why we're using cheap routers in addition to theirs um so um yeah um which by the way, Ubiquity also donated. They're cheap, but they still donated them. So it's um they they gave us the routers too. So that's nice. Um of the uh, records yeah, I'm
0: so- still I'm 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 a good I'm a really big fan of Ubiquity. I like their okay. edge routers. Yeah. I don't I, I really like them.
1: The law. The, the the light one the light, light. The small one
0: yes and they have
1: even smaller ones now have I sh- have I shown you the 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 ERX the no. re- it's as as big as your palm only
0: oh seriously five port
1: five port five port And they are like
0: but the light like has 40, three 45
1: euros or forty nine euros no or like that
0: seriously yes. mm-hmm. okay I could
1: anyway um continue. so um. <laughs> this this was the advertising break that was the um, advertising
0: and uh, they're not sponsoring this podcast <laughs> for yeah. the American people I um, talk um. this podcast isn't sponsored nay nee, no don't don't do that because <laughs> uh, that uh, nah, no no that that spon- uh, that podcast isn't sponsored by anyone. It's my hobby yet yep no not yet uh, oh, Clemens, mm-hmm. shut up. <laughs> okay if it was
1: no, no, no. if it no no don't no. let me let me let me finish here. yeah okay again we have two of those guys like I said the scout comes first the three others come that during the meeting we operate four out four routers in a mesh um, each of them doing specific tasks and there's always two of them because we don't use uh, a device of which we ho- only have one in production because then Murphy would make sure that that particular one <laughs> We should have a
0: nerd, a, nerd, a, a nerd episode of this episode, definitely
1: oh yeah 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 so um yeah murphy w- murphy is a teammate i've asked i him know murphy to expel so him, well to expel him from the team and he has tried many times but he keeps on
0: coming. murphy back. is an asshole but mm-hmm. yeah we know him very anyway well. so
1: so during the during the meeting we have four riders in operation and then during tear down we do something similar that we like we did with the scout but we just do it backwards so uh the the second scout which is again it's small lightweight and it's mm-hmm kept it's kept with the team with the with the other big stuff but it's not in the same crates so there is some shipping logistics involved there and and packing and things Mm -hmm. Uh, so uh, he he stays on while we pack everything else up so uh, when we roll back the access points and uh the switches and uh the big rack where which contain the servers and the 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 juniper routers Mm -hmm. the big ones and um, all that uh, that guy remains on the scout goes back into the case because it came with jim and goes with jim or it came with me and goes with me or came with me and goes with jim and so on so it comes with that person He's not part of the big shipment uh, it flies with either one of us uh, uh, as part of our, our normal luggage um uh, but uh it's twin brother uh it stays on because there is something that happens after the after the official ITF meeting excuse me other, hand other luggage internet- no you you not not head luggage okay, no, but you. uh normal <laughs> check-in check in luggage
2: uh, but
1: it's not it's not like it's small it travels yeah, in a small no, case no, no. uh it's not uh, it's not something that is freight it's yeah. not air freight it's uh it's just normal check-in luggage um uh also a different it it travels on a different customs kernel. So uh mm. one there's I don't want to go into that. Uh so I there's know. two kernels going on, one one for the small part and then one for the big twenty-seven crate things and so so it's customs and stuff mm. all that involved. Um anyway, so um the one that stays behind is uh responsible for feeding a small sub meeting that happens after the ATF meeting. Because there is other internet organizations like the Internet Society, which oh,
0: also have... Oh the others. <laughs> yeah,
1: the ISOC the ISOC also yeah, has ISOC a meeting is meeting that so on the so weekend important. after the ITF yeah, meeting. Of course. And they would also like to have some connectivity. Because every any, everyone from the like... ISOC
0: who's important is at the ITF meeting because the ISOC is the uh, is is the entity which is uh, the legal entity of the ITF. Yeah. Yeah. And the one just one to explain that is the ITF. Yes, of course, because it's the legal entity. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: So, but so they also gonna have their meeting, but there only there's only Makes small sense. number. There's like around or less than thirty people, so we don't less have less than have
0: thirty people.
1: Uh, so many things, and we have a tiny little, uh, s- a small small brother of the wireless LAN controller twins. There's a small thing <laughs> again. And we only have then like three or four access points that we deploy only in the meeting rooms where the ISAC meeting still happens. Okay. That, and, that's, uh, that's, then we keep up, no. you should, we, we keep up with, we don't promise that to the people in the hotel. So we try to keep up hotel a, a connectivity to the guest rooms as long as possible. Um, and while were, we, again, we roll thankful. back the, the, the main, the, yeah, the main network. They are thing. thankful. Um, Maybe we turn it off again. We turn the name off again. So mm-hmm. people who know that there is an ITF-hotel network could still use it, but, uh, it's not visible anymore. Mm-hmm. And so things are slowly roll back while the big stuff, the 27 crates are already packed up. Almost, almost everything is packed up except for the tiny little the, the wireless line controller, the four and X-point the speed
0: and of, the the hap- scout. Of, of that happening is so fast. So fast. Um, there was an email. There was an email for uh, for the ATF um, uh, ninety six attendees. Yeah, attendees. That uh, the tiered on is starting now at at um, three thirty p.m. and um, the email from f- from Jim, yeah? the the f- mm-hmm. fabulous famous Jim. And um, after that, there were only two hours two or three hours perhaps until all the 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 boxes stand there ready for shipment Mm -hmm. and it's incredible yeah we've
1: done this a number of times and the very long guys are also that's incredible you know that do you know that uh, logistics guys yeah we know and you have some other guys then again we do it we do it three times a year so it gets kind of gets kind of boring but um no
0: it's not boring uh, i (laughs) <laughs> yes,
1: I I get it. I was the first time I saw that happening. I was also like, "Wow, you guys are good." But now, they are it's still good, but, um. me.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I saw it for the first time, and it's not. You tell you you guys are good. It's more like, "What the hell?" <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> the tear on So it, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, thank so things again. get
1: packed up again. That's also. I mean, their main incentive is they usually have s- flights going out either next morning or same night.
0: No, that's so not the main to- incentive. And uh, you did that a few times. Seriously, you. That's that organization is perfect.
1: I'm sorry, but no, it's not. No, it's certainly not perfect. Okay. Uh, if if you look at our postmortem uh, notes, we always find quite a number of things that You're are always far beyond perfect. You
0: always find things. Uh, not
1: far beyond that. Not, not even close to being perfect.
0: We'll so. always find things. Yes, there were pieces people again, standing in the middle of the But again, that's knock the fun. If if we were just to repeat things.
1: the same thing all over three times a year, then it wouldn't be as much fun.
0: It's incredible. So we try
1: to improve things and uh, I already found quite a number of things. And in between the meetings... we <laughs> you have we, a, you have a have, meeting a ta- have talking about
0: that. You have a meeting where you talk about, okay, that's the lesson learned from that meeting. And uh, that's uh, what we will perhaps try to... That's to- what
1: we call post Yeah. Um. yeah and uh, uh, then uh, no. then between between <laughs> the between the actual meeting meetings we have our, our bi-weekly phone conference that i mentioned earlier weekly and then then bi-weekly okay every two weeks yeah, yeah
0: okay uh,
1: and um so um then there's other things i'm now preparing with a session with with my with my friends from the routing group, because we want to change some of the addressing and base router configuration. What group? Uh, the router, the, the people who take care, who mostly take care as their main job to take care of the routers. <laughs> Okay. Which is my f- my friend and colleague Colin Doyle myself. And as if Jim has the time, he comes in and messes on the routers too. But <laughs> mainly it's Colin Colin myself and then there's <laughs> our good friend Warren, Warren Kumari from Google, who's also he's one of our universalists. Stop me fingerling now. He dabbles he dabbles around on the routers too. Stop so, me fingering.
0: Um, Stop me. I won't.
1: So, and so we're gonna, we're gonna have our own little, uh, phone conferences, Colin and I, maybe tomorrow, uh, that we talk about things that we want to do. We took some notes in Berlin and, uh, and then we're gonna put it together in a mail that we send out to the group. Say okay, this is what we're proposing, and uh, anyone uh, objecting, please raise your hand now or ha- raise your virtual hand, and then we start implementing that as soon as the stuff comes back and pops up in Portland. warren Kamari is and awesome.
0: must. Then... <clears throat> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> I had to finger Just one sentence. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you can look up all those people, all those awesome people. Please do. You find him. He's he's the author of multiple RFCs and he's a very very... Funny
0: warren person. Kumari,
1: sure.
0: I was dying if I figured out who that was
1: he used to he's he's the guy of uh, of which I his boss is windsurfed
0: I'm sorry his boss is Windsurf. you can google that you can google that his boss is WindSurf, and he is sorry
1: he's warren the warren he's um, the warren <laughs> Funny t-shirts he wears. Yeah. And funny hats he wears. That's, uh, that's a straight mark. I
0: only know his um,
1: t-shirts. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't see the, the, he has really, really funny hats. And I don't mean like just funny colors or things. He has, he likes to collect hats, like, you know, Mongolian hats, Mongolian fur hats or, uh, weird shaped hats or, I don't know. Uh, he probably, I told him, I told him that the other day I saw someone in Berlin who was wearing an old TV set on his head. <laughs> like he took out he took out the tube. He took out the tube out of an old TV set, and he what put the, a hole in, in, in the bottom of it. So he could he can he can wear the TV set. He could look out of the TV set, and he used the TV set as a hat. And Warren was totally fascinated.
0: <laughs> and, and
1: Warren's Warren's wife, who was accompanying him to Berlin, gave me the, the deadliest was- stares. I uh, yeah, the deadliest stares I had ever received. Uh, from her, uh, ever since I knew her, because I was, I was setting up, uh, Warren for the idea to wear a fucking TV set on his head. And, uh, he probably is, he probably is gonna go for it if, if, and body. I'm
0: so sorry, but, but I have to say that you, you meet people like Warren Kumari, yeah. Um, he's, a, he's very, very, very famous, yeah, in, in, in that kind of community. And, um he is so incredibly nice that it's totally um overwhelming so and
1: uh oh, we're nice. you're nice people otherwise i yeah, have a big but, problem with but, going to these places three times a year and seeing those guys so and like that's and that's
0: uh, what what <coughs> what was <laughs> what was so definitely heavy for me so <laughs> it was
1: okay uh,
0: yeah they are so nice. I'm sorry. I'm just okay, stopping anyway, coming. I
1: think you mentioned that. Yeah, I mentioned once it. or twice. yep Um. It, it. So sorry. um the um. uh, so we roll back things, mm-hmm. and the last thing that goes is the is the second scout router and the last four access points and the mini wireless. I'm going, I'm is, your
0: scout routers uh, as well.
1: And um. That's it. Then things are packed up, sent back home. And, uh, there is a couple of weeks where during which we can't really do things, but have our, our discussions, but they're only theoretical because there is no devices to be touched unless I double with my scouts that are (laughs) out there. And, um, so yeah, this, uh, we're in that phase right now and, uh, this stuff is to arrive in Portland real, real soon now. I haven't received in a message during during uh, our podcast here. <laughs> Actually, let's see, maybe I have, because we're using Slack
0: oh, uh, for seriously? a couple months now. I don't understand Yeah, we're, we're,
1: looking, we're looking into things. We're looking into I things, don't understand but uh, it. somebody, we just wanted to have something and somebody mm-hmm. said, okay, let's just create a Slack account and people went with it and I so don't on and so it. Okay, hold on. No, no, no.
0: No, no, no. no it doesn't it, No, hold on. It no,
1: no equipment yet. So it's, <laughs> no, it it, maybe it shows up. But it's it's Thursday. It's still Thursday on your time. And you're you're on Portland time anytime anyway. Sorry, uh, same so, same time I am. zone. I am, really? So, and
0: No, there won't it's be It's supposed
1: to either show Friday app or yeah. Monday the latest Perhaps. and then we're going to start playing with it stuff. that and I then after l- the show is before the show and things start <laughs> over again just at a different place.
0: I lost my passport. So you you know that, no? I lost my passport. Uh, yeah.
1: You still, could, you still could go to Oregon without the passport. <sighs> but,
0: um, yes, to Malibu as well. Anyway,
1: um, <laughs> just like a, a, a final, almost final, final thing here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, almost. I forgot something that I mentioned earlier that I have to tell. Uh, but uh, almost. So, um, yeah, next one is Seoul. It's in, in like I said, in November, mid November this year. Uh, the one thereafter is in spring of next year. Where? It's going to be in Chicago. Oh. I don't know if I'm going to do Chicago. I s- usually skip you? the US ones.
0: Seriously? I skip. Why?
1: Yeah, because they're, they're boring except for Honolulu. Um, <laughs>
0: which of
1: course I did. Uh, but, uh, Chicago is, I've been to Chicago a number of times and yeah, we'll see. Uh, I'm probably going to do it anyway, next but, in San Francisco and next summer next summer we have one that's in Prague
0: yeah I heard about that's that. 98
1: 99 so um and then there's the uh ITF 100 in Singapore mm-hmm. at the end of next year and I have no idea what comes after 100 it's 101 but uh, I don't know where it's gonna be um <clears throat> so yeah i've i've visited some i've i've qualified some sites some very nice sites but i can't tell you about ah, it, the decision, they, have been, they, haven't the been decision picked, they haven't been decision wasn't made haven't been that if we qualify a site so if we go to a place say okay we could do it here that doesn't mean that we actually do it so uh I would recommend recommend not as we goal, should,
0: but no uh, we should
1: not talk about it okay to like get people's hopes up or whatever then the site couldn't be because there's so many things it could be that the site is nice and technically totally capable but Mm. it's too expensive or uh, we can't get it during the time frame that we wanted because we only have certain time frames where we could where we could do it and they they may be busy over the next three or five years Mm. during that time frame And so on so i can't i i can i know of places that i've been okay. to that i've seen that 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 might be nice but i can't tell you if there's going to be a meeting or mm, not or okay. when it's going to okay. be there so.
0: okay. i would recommend san francisco yeah.
1: san Francisco's nice too and they've done a number of things there but again there's also again the problem with you have to find a venue which is both big and small big mm-hmm. enough for the plenary small enough that we could still have lots of little working groups and yes, we've done San Francisco, and there's there's places nice. that we could do it. Yeah, it's yeah. So nice, I can
0: tell you. I, but you then know. again,
1: you also you also have to you have to think. Okay, U.S. is at uh, presently. It's not a problem. We'll see about after the election. But um, uh, there is
0: <laughs> yeah, the there's always a, a problem.
1: problem. There's always a problem. Um, uh, that since we're uh, coming uh from all different countries. Mm-hmm um all over the world ah. different different regions and so on there's yeah
0: yeah yeah. yeah. there might be instance, some I, problems for oh shit yeah
1: i give you a give an example i was we had the discussion earlier this year in the in this in a in a uh, site qualification meeting so i asked them uh, um why we keep on going back to places that we know like berlin and prague are very popular they're they're cheap they're easy to get to and they're politically Unproblematic. Mm-hmm. Europe, most of the places, or actually, all of the places in Europe are unproblematic. Um, uh, still was, again, we'll see about after the election when things still US is mostly unproblematic. <laughs> but then I asked them, like, why don't you go, just go to Kuala Lumpur, which is Malaysia? And the simple answer was, yeah, uh, Malaysia is an Islamic country. They don't recognize Israel. We couldn't have people from Israel coming.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Um, like not on the usual visa. Uh, I'm pretty sure there is Israelis that every now and then show up in Kuala Lumpur for mm-hmm. whatever reason or military or whatever. But uh, there's no, there's not, not an easy way for people from Israel to come to Malaysia. Oh, and that's what I've been told. But um, uh, so there's stuff like that, that uh, uh, says, okay, we, we can't do So we try to make it, we try to, we try to uh, use pick sites for the meetings that uh, that are easily and e- all equally easily accessible for pretty much mm. everyone,
2: okay,
1: as far as we as, as far as we can, um, um So this is uh, why why there is always a problem that we can't just go everywhere that where there's a big hotel. So the last thing that I wanted to say, because I only touched it uh, briefly when we're joking about the dark fiber, is um, there's actually something interesting here. Um, and people like to hear about it because I've been, I've been asked about it before outside of this podcast is, um, not only did we have dark fiber here, but we, uh, the, the, it ended up not only at a single provider, but it ended up at a commercial internet exchange. There is, uh, this is like a meeting point, And when we get to the, our episode about routing and things, we could talk about how these works in general. But the general idea is that you, that you end up at a big, big-ass hunking Ethernet switch. Big, fast. Mm-hmm. Did I say big?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, uh, usually these Internet exchanges span multiple sites inside the city. You may have heard about the DE6 or DE kicks.
0: No, i never heard about it In Frankfurt?
1: That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so.
0: I think it sense. spans
1: about 14 or by now 15 or 16 locations in Frankfurt. So there's a big-ass... Distributed internet, uh, ethernet switch. And when I say big, it means it's designed to hand to carry terabits, uh, multiple terabits. Um, if, and if you have, if, if
0: Clemens says big, it means okay, it's incredible, huge. I mean, just,
1: it just say, okay, the ports that are coming off that ethernet switch is yes, you can still get a gigabit port, but people are, will just smile at you. Uh, the normal normal way to attach the easiest cheapest normal way to attach to such a things through 10 gig uh you can have multiple 100 gig uh, connections to that ethernet switch and all that so it's it carries a lot of traffic mm-hmm. and um, the idea is, is that you have uh, uh, all sorts of ISPs and service providers that that meet at that bring in their equipment and uh, plug it into this big hunking ethernet switch and we had a connection to eKix, uh, uh, which is one of the two, uh, commercial internet exchanges that we have in Berlin. Um, and there was, uh, they sponsored that and, uh, we hooked up our, our routers to, to this big LAN and we met in, met virtually. Um, <laughs> and not only a handful of ISPs. Um, I'm going to mention a few of them now, which, cause they were very nice to us there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also uh, the big service providers the googles of this world uh, so google itself usually facebook too um uh, akamai big service provider uh, or content content service provider they they are also present at these ethernet switches so this is how i came to be able to ping google's name server 8888 uh, uh through our circuit in less than a millisecond because we we were darkly peering with google there um. uh And not going through somebody else. So usually, if you only have you an ISP,
0: you were like Deutsche Telekom or whatever to Google. There,
1: we were directly peering with with Google.
0: Among I just others. want to mention it. Yeah.
1: Um. And um. And that was that was very nice. Also, the thing is that because the big ISPs, the big international global ISPs, are already present at these sites they could provide us uh service like transit service like give us give us the internet basically give us access <laughs> to the internet by just uh, a few keystrokes nobody had to go out there lay a cable plug something in or even order a circuit for somebody cuz we were already there we're already plugged in into the same ethernet switch that uh, other service providers uh, or those service providers were so it so happened that, um, um, being present there meant that meant that we could ta- already talk to all the, all the local ISPs in the Berlin area and a few, a few global ones, um, among which, for instance, uh, Strato. Strato is not well known outside of Germany, but, uh, they Germany, have yes, a reputation in Germany. They usually more, uh, have a reputation for their for their service that they provide. So they, they provide uh, you could you could rent servers, there, virtual physical servers or virtual websites and whatever. So they do all that stuff, but they're also a transit provider. So they can they can provide you with access to the internet, and uh, they were very that that was very very cool. So um, we approached them saying, okay, we're eKicks and we're the ATF. Uh, we'd like to ask you if you could provide us with transit. Uh, uh, so give us access to the internet globally. Uh, would you be uh, interested in considering a sponsoring and to doing that for us? And that was the first email that we sent, and the response was, "Yes, of course, and I've already configured it. Here's the data." <laughs> and it's not, it's not like they <laughs> go back yeah. and say, uh, usually like, "Yeah, I gotta go to my boss right, and ask." Right, right, and right, yeah, right. but da, da da and then we talk no. about technical stuff. He was like, "Here the that We we ticket. sent mail "Yes, yes, of course. Here, take it." And uh, so. Uh, and then we had another nice interaction. Um, I'm not going to go into the details on how that came to pass, but there is, there's a global provider, HE net, Hurricane Electric. Um, literally net. You can look it up. Uh, very, uh, I had many encounters and in my other life, I already, I, I <laughs> take services from them. I take services from them in multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I knew the guys, but, uh, usually I try not to mix that. So, um, cause there's a yeah, commercial course, thing on course, one of side course. and the ITF yeah, yeah. Oh, is of course. a different thing. Uh, but, um, they were like, Hey, cool. We saw you on the eKicks, uh, on the eKicks route mm-hmm. server. Uh, would you like some transit? Were like, <laughs> yes Sure. <we> <laughs> yes, <laughs> Here's yes. the data. And Please. The interesting do. thing is you could, <laughs> you could just get, you could just get more internet connectivity, uh, by, Talking to people or sending emails or chatting people. I, I think I didn't even call anyone. I think it was just oh, emails seriously. that we send out. And then, oh. then there were people during the meeting. There were people, um, from NTT, which is Nippon mm-hmm. Telecom, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Telegraph. So it's the Japanese guys, which also had a presence. Um, but not in Berlin, but in Frankfurt. And, but there's also an e in Frankfurt. So, so there's the same, there's not only the, the e-kicks in Frankfurt, but also there's also other commercial internet exchanges in Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. And they are interconnected too. So NTT approached us and we thought about, okay, they have cool connectivity to Asia, so that may be interesting. And um, uh, then I talked to the e guys, said, okay, we're connected to your Berlin switch, to the big Ethernet honking switch in Berlin, but we know you have one in Frankfurt and the NTT guys are in Frankfurt, and we know you guys are interconnected. Can you give us a path? Between Berlin and Frankfurt that we could use. We did the episode about, uh, about, uh, uh, uh ethernet. So I can use the term VLAN now. <laughs> and the EKX guys came back with, sure, no problem. We've created a new VLAN that connects you to our switch in Frankfurt. Um, and there you can peer with NTT. And all that happened just within a few minutes, less than an hour. And so we, could, so we could start incredible. peering with, the, with, with the Japanese guys. Through their connection to Frankfurt, through e-kicks e- Frankfurt, e-kicks Berlin, and, uh, then through the dark fiber into the hotel that we were in and all that at gigabit speed, just at, just by, just by sending out some emails and sending out some messages, 3 mail messages and stuff like that. like, can we do this? And they're all sure. That's no problem. Cause the interesting thing is it's, it's all infrastructure that it's there.
0: And, and it's the fucking IETF.
1: It's the fucking IETF. Yeah. Um, it's it's infrastructure that's already there. They just have to configure things. They don't have to invest into more hardware or stuff like that. Isn't that sad? And uh, they, they they know we're the good guys, so that. they can they can just give it to us be, uh, and not having fear that we're gonna overload their network or do something uh. nasty on it and so on and um that was that was very nice that was a very nice interaction there and so i have to give credit because we gave credit to deutsche telecom beginning of you, the have you, have and, to, and you have to you have to and i give definitely give have to say thank you thank you kai from EKIX, um for providing us uh, the, those very great services and also thanks to uh mark Tintle. From Mike Tyndall from HeNet uh, um, uh, and uh, to Jared from NTT and uh, Strato Christian from Strato uh, who gave, us, who right gave us good right. connectivity. Yeah. Oh sorry, I touched now. touched the beam that yeah, holds yeah, my yeah, mic- I, sorry. That. <laughs> I shouldn't have. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, so um,
0: Thanks to Jim anyway.
1: Thanks to Jim. Jim. Yeah. Of course. Thank you, Jim.
0: Thank you, Jim. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so does that does that conclude our episode about our short brief brief short episode
0: yeah I, I I was I, I thought about um, mixing the um, next two episodes together but uh, I think that's a single episode here Us talking about okay. ITF network
1: uh, why did we do this in English
0: uh,
1: I don't mind but <laughs> Why English? did we you do gonna, that in you English? Gonna, you gonna switch over to English the whole series, or uh?
0: I'm thinking about that seriously. I do uh, because uh, you okay. you saw what I did to the cover. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Perhaps, yeah, <laughs> somehow related. It's fine.
1: English is a perfectly fine language to use, especially for these topics. Uh, yeah, but so, I have um, to
0: I have to practice a little bit. But um, it 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 worked out fine. Thank you. Thank you. I think so. Cool. Yeah. Perhaps I think so. we're
1: done. So, if people have have questions, please hold them back. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> no, no, no. There is the there is the request for comments. Uh, uh, there, the website.
0: There's a there's a website you can you can ask questions uh, there in the comments. Oh shit! I have to translate the website in English.
1: I can't. I can't pull. I can't pull the website all the time. But you get you get notifications when people post things. Yes,
0: I do. So yes, just, yes, I do. But but um yeah yeah you you wanna get notifications? You tell me if, 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 if things if, if, pop up. Then. If, if if people ask you for yeah okay there are people who ask you for for who for, for things yeah okay Um okay I think we we did it for now. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. One o'clock. One o'clock for, for no yeah
0: for. Me. <laughs> Oh my goodness, it's it's a very long time, again. Uh, three again, like always. Okay, okay. thank you for so, listening. Thank you
1: very much for listening. Thank you for listening, <laughs>
0: and um, yeah, uh, I'll. Oh, it's a whole episode, again. Definitely. How could I possibly think um, doing a short episode with Clemens? That's uh, an incredible. Well, thing.
1: you spent like half of the episode fangirling about the great experience that the ITF meeting is. Okay, I have to give okay, you that. okay. It was, uh, it was <laughs> No, it's it is it is a great experience. It, honestly, it's a nice, very nice group and everything. Yeah, and I was fangirling. Uh, but um, and it was fine. It was just. I uh, was fangirling.
0: Lovely. Oh, okay. It's a bit. Uh, did, I kind did of did you, did, a bit, but, uh, okay. One one last thing. Did you saw me on Twitter fangirling Merlin Men? No, you no. didn't. Um, I fingered my man. Uh, he's an he's an American pod- podcaster, and um, he's nice, and he was nice, and yeah, okay, okay. Is we stop it, it to be for enjoying now.
1: Enjoying the people that are nice to you, which means that usually people are not nice to you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, that's,
1: that's the only conclusion. No, I can no, 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 no.
0: No, no, no. That's not. That's not. No. People are always nice to me.
1: I wouldn't understand why
0: okay anyway, um so, let's stop fangirling each other we'll stop fangirling each other Clemens, very nice thank you for 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 being here again and um thanks for the podcast and uh thanks to your, to our listeners goodbye Bye. bye